The Rum of the Mist show that you are currently tuned into will begin in about five minutes. Until then, enjoy this wonderful tune. Why does a good man have to
You are listening to It Had to Be Said with Venus, presented by Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Hello, and welcome to It Had to Be Said with Venus. We're here tonight with my co-host, Christopher Stolle. I don't care what you say. If I could use my vagina to become a congresswoman, I'd be as dumb <laughs> as AOC. <laughs> and we've got my lovely co- uh, guest host, Kara. Kara I'm already stuttering. It's just strawberries. They're making my mouth all like sticky and whatever, I guess. <laughs> my wonderful guest host, Kara Alexandra. And subscribe. That subscribership just went up a hundredfold. <laughs> sticky mouth with strawberries. <laughs> Oh, I could tie a knot in a cherry stem with my tongue, okay? Let's not go there. <laughs> I've tried doing that once or twice. Didn't work. <laughs> I've got a long tongue, though. Like, I can literally, like, reach up to my nostril with my tongue. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. <laughs> I'll send you a picture later, and um, I'll put it on your tab. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on a second. She said she, said she would, hold on. she said she would pay to see that. Guys, exactly. right now, go to the Patreon page of Realm of the Mist Entertainment, give a donation of $25, and Venus will send you a headshot of her touching her nose with her tongue and a pair of her used panties. <laughs> I don't want to drop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. $10 donation, $10 donation gets what? a pair of my used panties. <laughs> You're going to lift the kiss right on the crotch. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh, great. This is like going the opposite direction of what we were hoping for tonight, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> um, so also in the news tonight, we've been using our towels wrong the whole our whole lives. They're whose? Our towels. Oh, our towels. Like after our shower. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I always used to believe that you used to have the cute pattern side on the outside, but it turns out that's the softer side that you should probably be wiping yourself with. I disagree because huh. I've had a couple towels that had those like, <laughs> embroideries of shit, and they were rougher than all hell. <clears throat> yeah, I think oh, I've had a couple of those too. <laughs> <laughs> not the embroidery, it's like the, like the picture or the pattern or whatever. The other side is like rough as fuck, and I've been using that my whole life, and then the other day I was like tired as fuck and i'm like oh that's how you do it <laughs> but it looks prettier the other way well again i gotta question it i mean my girl has a uh, new kids on the block towel and i just i just don't want donnie up my ass crack <laughs> Why, who, who doesn't want donnie up their ass crack me i don't <laughs> want him up my no. ass crack <laughs> if he's drying your ass and not wetting it <laughs> i mean he does have a long enough nose to get deep into that crevice but i mean come on <laughs> oh come on you're arguing for nothing here <laughs> you know what's up <laughs> girl you know it's true <laughs> the white stuff <laughs> so talking about our bad uh, bathroom behaviors um <laughs> uh we're gonna start off with cardi b tonight because that bitch is just fucking straight trash oh my goodness uh, well but you actually think that it's true Oh, come on. If it's true or not, she's bragging about it. There's men coming up now about it. Like, she's a woman. Just because she's a woman doesn't mean she could get away with it. I mean, that's taking advantage of her own pussy and her position. Do you think she's R. Kelly-ing it? (laughs) 
I don't think. Well, I don't think just it. I, don't, I don't think <laughs> she's giving true. golden showers to like fucking you know teenage boys or anything. But I mean, it, it is a double standard that you know. Uh, and, and of course, this is completely different of a scenario. But the the one everybody likes to compare to is like uh, Bill Cosby slipping Mickey's and and raping and and raping women. He go he goes to jail like you know do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars. She admits to fucking drugging people and robbing them fucking blind and shit, and she gets She's celebrated get- for her independent uh, woman spirit. Now yes, rape is worse than robbery, but still. You took somebody's choice out of the equation by drugging them. Okay, yeah, let's she, be honest here. Uh, but okay, that they were <laughs> that they were actually willing. I'm sure they, they weren't were willing to get robbed. Yeah, she said that they were willing. <laughs> I don't well, know if a if a guy's buying you drinks at a bar, are you willing then? But okay, let's be honest here. So we have Bill Cosby who decides that he's going to um, buy girls drinks, um, drug them. And take advantage of them. Considering he has a penis and physically assaults them. Okay. Um, we're going to say Cardi B, who does, uh, who starts off with get by the guy a drink, drugging his drink, and taking advantage of him, using her, pa- her pussy, um, charging them as clients and robbing them. Now, let's just say that given their um, <laughs> what they have to work with, it sounds like the same situation if you want to take away the actual rape all their victims were taken advantage of. Absolutely. Uh, sexually, uh, by being drugged. Yes. Well, that that was that was my point. Was that you know even though rape is obviously worse than robbery in every every sense of the word, it's the fact that you're taking away somebody's free will by drugging them to get whatever it is you're trying to get. That... Rape used to be called being taken advantage of. So Cardi B took advantage of these men. So how is that any different now? You know what, though? Like, why is she coming out with this after she wins a Grammy and she's got all these Pepsi commercials coming out and she's signed a deal with, like, what, Steve Madden Shoes? Why is she coming out with this now? Because like, celebrities, because celebrities, are, celebrities are getting away with everything. She's she's getting Absolutely. endorsed. She's getting endorsed for her her uh, woman feminist spirit and in, in in robbing and drugging people. At the same time, we're celebrating idiots like Kyle Kaepernick for disrespecting veterans and the flag. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, it. But at the same time, you know, we 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 have a problem with creepy Joe Biden. Well, we we have a problem with creepy Joe Biden. I'm pretty sure he'll get off the hook. Oh, we'll that. get to that. We'll get to that soon. <laughs> oh, I know, but because because he's you know he's a Democrat and he says all the right things that all these uh, liberal idiots like to hear, he'll get off. He'll get off. He'll get away with it. Oh, he'll for get sure. He is getting off, and he's got Alyssa Milano sitting right next to him, touching his, uh, who knows what she's touching. Or he's touching her, somebody's touching somebody over there, but apparently Alyssa Milano's best friends with this guy. Well, you know what? Her and I are about the same age, so it's going to sound a little less creepy when I say this. I've had a crush on her since Who's the Boss. No, she likes Biden. (laughs) Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I used to have a crush on her since, like, Who's the Boss, until she opened her fucking mouth. That's it. And I realized how much of an idiot, indoctrinated idiot she is. And now I wouldn't fuck her with, you know, anybody's dick. I wouldn't fuck her with Joe <laughs> Biden's dick. <laughs> I think a lot of boys are oh. saying that right now. <laughs> so here's a double standard for both Biden and for Cardi B, actually. Um, and this was on Facebook, and I'm totally um, using the poster's name. 
because it's just so funny. <laughs> um, the Iron Snowflake on Facebook posted that every cable station is talking about Joe Biden's... Oh, fucking Eric. Stop calling us on Messenger, Eric. <laughs> we don't do Every cable station is talking about Joe Biden's alleged kiss on the head of a woman. When, while he, an admitted pussy grabber who paid off prostitutes sits in the White House eating cheeseburgers. So, we have people that are getting mad because prostitutes are being paid off. Okay. Cardi B was a prostitute and she's being like praised. Yeah. And on top of that, Joe, like, um, these are two consenting adults. So Trump and Stormy Daniels were two consenting adults. Now, here's the difference about them and Joe Biden. is Joe Biden is literally groping on little children who yep. are clearly not the age of consent. No. Well, but even, so we're prison pedophiles. Even, even, even if they were the age of consent, I mean, we've seen the pictures. People that are obviously 18 or above still don't want creepy Joe's hands on them and his lips on their hair and shit. I would want his hair. No, thank you. I mean, wait, is he paying people off? Because that's another like another thought I have right there. That's that's criminal. Well, grown little girl is criminal. Like these parents should be charging this motherfucker. Is he paying their parents off? Probably. Or who is? Well, pro- that, that, that's, that's the point. The Democrat, the Democrats are such fucking hypocrites when it comes to this shit. They had a problem with Trump long before he even had aspirations of being a president, uh, of of supposedly, allegedly having uh, extramarital affairs with a fucking porn star, and Who then cares? and then <laughs> paid her. I would. <laughs> and then paid her. <laughs> to keep quiet about it, and then of course when he runs for president, that's when she comes out. Oh, he paid me to keep quiet, but he, had, he totally had sex with me. And you know the Democrats are all moral, moral, moral. This moral, moral that. He's immoral. He's yeah, immoral. Right. But when it comes to Joe Biden and and you know even going all the way back to fucking everybody, their, everybody in their Clinton, everybody in their brother knows fucking John F. Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe. Absolutely. This has been going on for years and years and years. Look at Clinton. Clinton was a Democrat. He had friggin' Monica Lewinsky sucking his dick. God knows how long. So you know what? If they want to take it and say that, no, Trump was doing this and Trump was doing that. You know what? Trump owns Miss USA or sorry, Miss. What is it? Universe. The guy bought Miss Universe. He likes women. Plain and simple. Or what's wrong with that? Nothing. Absolutely. Most women nothing. like men that like women. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we all like gay men, but I mean, <laughs> not all of us, sweetheart. <laughs> all women like men. Sorry. Not Look, like I women. Like, I like I like gay men just fine. I just won't get into a communal shower with them. Well. No. <laughs> I'd rather get, okay, if I was a man, I'd rather be in a communal shower with a gay man than, like, if I actually had, like, a decent-looking body, because if I didn't, I would feel like my self-esteem would be, like, super low, because, let's face it, gay men are sexy as fuck, (laughs) and women can't have them, so that makes it even harder for us when we're like, damn. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I I think the only way I would want to be in a fucking communal shower with a bunch of gay dudes is if like the uh, uh, the the alternative is being a communal shower with all the fucking bull dyke lesbian feminists? Oh, see no. what I'm saying? Oh. 
<laughs> it's like, hey, look at my pooper all you want, guys. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going into that fucking dog pound over there. We can we can party here. Bring out the sausage. <laughs> totally agree, 100%. Right? If you get into a communal shower with some with the dykes and those feminism, I'm guaranteeing there would be a huge brawl in that in there. There's no way that they could stay sitting with each other and not killing each other. No way. I'm sorry. I, I, stepped, oh. away from, I stepped away from the microphone for a split second to grab something. What was that? I said that, uh, you know what, I would never want to be in a communal shower with a bunch of feminisms and dykes and weirdos because, you know what, there would probably be some kind of a brawl in there. There's no way that a bunch of women like that could be in a shower together and not start a brawl or an orgy. One of the two. <laughs> or a sex fighting brawl. <laughs> you know how bad, okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a straight cisgender male. So of course I'm of course I want this to happen, but just the fact that there's a fifty fifty shot of a fucking brawl or an orgy in an all woman shower, of course I wanna be in there. I'll be standing <laughs> I'll be standing right there no. with Donald Trump fucking high five and saying which pussy we grabbing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. My God. Oh <laughs> no. Creepy Joe's not invited. No, no, definitely not. I'll keep these feminists at least somewhat safe. He can stay outside and watch. <laughs> he, he can, like, honestly, like, be tied up in a corner and blindfolded. Like, he doesn't need to see shit. He's already fucking fucked up enough. He doesn't Absolutely. deserve... Like, we're going to keep these feminists safe, and we're putting our foot down now. And Joe Biden is not allowed in a feminist shower. Well, can, we, can, we talk about, can we talk about feminists with Joe Biden here for a minute? Why is it when, uh, when uh, Brett Kavanaugh was, was uh, being nominated for the Supreme Court and all these women were, were uh, accusing him of these inappropriate behaviors? And it was obviously proven that he didn't do it. But, you know, the whole entire movement, the feminist movement was, oh, believe her, always believe her. You're not allowed to not believe a woman. It should automatically be, be believed when she accuses somebody of this, that, and the other. But then Joe Biden's accusations start coming out. It's, oh, no, no, let's wait for the evidence. No, 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 that can't be true. Okay, first off, let's stop right there. We do, like, we're women. Like, I'm sure Kara can agree to this. We don't believe women all the time. No. Women are the no. most lying, conniving, fucking slutty. That Like, they'll talk bad about your boyfriend and go fucking behind your back type of bitches. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, like, we're women, and we don't trust women at, like nope. to, about everything that they say. Exactly. Well, that that's kind of that's kind of my point. <laughs> that that's kind of my point is like this feminist movement, these liberal mindsets who screamed for months on end that all women should always be believed and all rape accusations should be treated as guilty until proven innocent. Until Joe Biden came out and there's you know picture evidence everywhere and they're like, oh no 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 we. It, no, 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 no. We got we, innocent until proven guilty. That, that not Uncle Joe. Oh, he come is on. Guilty. Like the evidence is right there. If you're that fucking blind or that retarded to not see it, <laughs> sorry, but that's you have issues. Different. You should have no opinions. Yeah, and that's a different story altogether. Because you know there are some women out there who are just 
they're cheese. Like they don't care. They'll they'll blame. They're just because they're in a pissed off mood. They're gonna blame their stepdad for for doing something. Meanwhile, the poor guy goes to jail for life, and you know he's sitting there going, "What the hell, man? This is this is this. I didn't do this." But then there are some women that yeah, they do. This does happen too, and you know we people you know we we do, a lot of them don't come forward because they're scared because they think that you know people are gonna look at them like you know I'm a slut so I got this guy did this to me because you know they're gonna think I'm a slut or something you know what I mean so there's so many different avenues on this that it's just it's ludicrous but to like you, when there's proof and you see it all over everywhere and everything obviously it's true and you know you got to believe the woman but there are a lot of cases where there are women who just were there's there's a lot of hormonal women out there who want attention right okay. and what's even worse is how they like ruin the credibility of actual real rape victims that's it by the way it's ladies like, eric is uh, not to interrupt uh eric is joining us finally we got him in oh hey eric <laughs> hey, hi, hi. <laughs> eric meet kara kara meet eric hi eric hey. how are you Great. We're talking about uh, creepy Uncle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> You're not not Joe. I'm thinking of right. Joe, Joe Bi Biden. Joe Biden. Not, <laughs> not not Joe not Joe Smith. Although we could talk about him if we really wanted to. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary. You were saying. <laughs> Okay, so, speaking of, like, girls pulling shit and whatnot, Kara has a pretty interesting story about these little girls who look up to role models like Cardi B and whatnot, mm -hmm. and we wonder why they act like this. So, I don't know if you want to share that story. Sure. So, okay. yesterday, a friend of mine, uh, his daughter was beaten up uh, at school, or actually, sorry, not at school, outside of school. Um, because she was a bookworm and she was asked by the popular girls to go to the store with them. She goes to the store, they start shoplifting and this is at a Sephora store. So, you know, high security and lots of expensive makeup. And she was asked to steal something and she said no. So outside of the mall, which shall remain nameless, but it's in Woodbridge. I'm sure everybody will know which, where that is Woodbridge, Ontario. Um, she got the shit beaten out of her. And this poor little girl's probably about, I would say, 12 years old. And my friend's father just decides to, you know, we start talking on Facebook about it. And he just, he doesn't even know what to do. He's a single father with uh, the mother passed away. And, you know, the girlfriend that he has now can't really say anything because she's just a girlfriend. And what do you do? Why isn't he charging these little girls? He's called the school. He spoke to the school, but they basically just got like a little slap on the hand. Meanwhile, they got caught and they got, you know, their parents got phoned and told that they stole over $200 each worth of makeup. Holy shit. Wow. Isn't that. And nothing happens to them. I don't, I don't know how Canada is, but here in the States, that's more than enough grounds for the uh, department store or whatever it is that they stole it from to have them arrested. Oh, sure. Yeah. Not here. 
Wow. They get, a call, they get a call from their parents, get a call from the principal of the school and they didn't get caught in the store. They got caught afterwards because of the fight. So basically what happened was because of the, um, a lot of, most of our kids here, they all wear uh, uniforms now. And I guess whoever caught them knew what school they went to. They called the school because they all, the little girls all ran away and uh, they got a call from the parents got a call from the principal. I think they got suspended from what I heard. And, but the point is that the little girl who got beat up, she gets beaten up because she, a, she's not popular. B she is a heavy set girl and C she won't do what they said for her to do. How do you handle a situation like that? And these girls are all like Cardi B wannabe. Well, you're, hit, you're uh, hitting the nail. This is not toxic femininity right there. Like, you're, you're, you're hitting the nail right on the head. I mean, as, as a father of a, a 10-year-old girl, I worry about this every day, especially because she's exposed to this modern uh, culture uh, of, of pop stars that are looking up to people like the fucking Kardashians. Girls, mm -hmm. now, girls especially nowadays are so materialistic and shallow, it's not even funny. And guys are just as bad anymore. But the, the 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 modern the modern culture for the woman is is disgraceful, and and I I fear very much about uh, what it creates to, uh, to these to these little girls these there's role models like Cardi B Kim Kardashian uh uh who who else uh I, I wanna... Amy Schumer. <laughs> I don't think oh, Amy, no. I don't think Amy Schumer's a mo role, a model role model to Amy Schumer. <laughs> Dude, she's Amy pregnant. Amy Schumer's a role model to like I I know she's pregnant. I saw that and I was like, Ew, somebody put their sex with you in her. <laughs> like uh, this this is a girl that even a turkey baster told her not on the first date. I mean, oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! Oh. My. <laughs> My point of view on all this is it's it peer pressure, but that girl stood up by saying, no, you're not going to get me to do what you guys are doing because you think if I steal, I'm going to become popular. Now, that's the question. Did she want to be popular or she doesn't? But I'm glad Everybody wants to be popular. Right. Yeah, but I'm not blaming. Listen, I'm not blaming her. You know, she got jumped because she didn't do what they asked her to do. That's why she got jumped. Like that peer pressure. But here, here's the here's the deal too. Like, uh, not to interrupt you, Eric, but you're you're, you're absolutely right. And but they wanted her to peer pressure her into doing it to be popular. But she would never be popular for it. She was just going to be a scapegoat and patsy to these girls. They would have yeah. used her with the false promise of you do this for us and we'll get you in with the in circle. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, her her dad, Ken. I don't know what their process over there in Canada, but you know, you can either a go after the, the kids' parents for what they did and sue them. You can because, actually. Oh yeah. Well, I, I hope her dad does do because you know what, I would. So that, would I. Yeah, those girls should actually be facing some criminal charge, like getting put in juvenile hall. Would be down here. That's what I would want. Yeah. Forget, forget the money factor. I, I want to see your ass pay for this, the way criminals pay for things. 
Not I don't need I don't need I don't need to take money away from your mom and dad. I need to see you serve three months in, in juvie hall. You know, exactly. wearing wearing the skippies in the orange jumpsuit. But in the states, they they have lawsuits, right? Because um, of the hospital bills and whatnot. So they like sue them for the hospital bills. But in Canada, we don't have that. Um, you could still be criminally charged, even at twelve years old. I think twelve years old is when you can be twelve charged as um as a youth. Absolutely, especially for for beating like they could have killed her. Like what? Yeah, how many girls on one girl? They, I don't know how many it was, but it was more than three, apparently. Well, look, can, yeah. we, can we can we address the elephant in the room, the whole entire situation? Like, we did talk about, like, the, the current culture and climate that these kids are growing up in as far as, like, their cult, the, the pop culture, what they're exposed to all the time with, with the music they listen to or the movies they watch, whatever the case may be, does kind of uh, lead towards this. But can we can we address the elephant in the room, too? It's also shit parenting. It's, it's, it is. It is. Parents nowadays are not uh, not even paying attention to their kids, whether off the fact whether you have decent parents, their hands are fucking tied because you can't do anything. What's the rule nope. now? You can't even raise your voice to your kid because that's fucking child abuse. <laughs> so this one time, uh, this one time I was at the park and my kids were like two and four years old and they were going down the slide and whatnot. And these two older girls who must have been like seven or eight. Uh, came along and they were they were biking with their mom and so my kids are like going down the slide you know and these girls come along and start pushing them around and calling them stupid and everything so my little girl runs away and she goes and sits by herself like in the sand um what was a gravel sandbox so i go up to these little girls and i'm like hey and they're like who are you and i'm like i'm these stupid kids mother i was like is that your mom over there they're like yeah I was like, yeah, if you don't stop t- pushing my kids around, I'm going to go beat your mom's ass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't hit the, you can't hit the kid. And the mom's right there. The mom's right there, not paying attention to her kids. Like, yeah, sorry, but woman, you're going to get your fucking ass beat. She was like, probably on Facebook on her cell phone or talking to her boyfriend or something or texting her. Who knows? They don't pay attention to their kids anymore. Exactly. So when what one mom gets like punched out by another mom and wonders uh, why, know. it's because your kid's an asshole. <laughs> and what did you say yesterday? The kid probably never, those kids probably never got hugged. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, like my daughter, like even asked me like, mom, why do they act like that? I'm like, well, cause their mom probably doesn't love them and she probably, probably doesn't hug them. No. And that's the problem. But you know what? Like parents are going like, parents of some of these kids like not all parents because you know it's not all parents fault some people have to work and they don't have time and this and that but there's some people out there that they don't pay attention to their kids because they're constantly I see you know walking through the 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 mall a couple days ago I'm watching all these mothers with their kids and stuff like that the kids are just running rabid all over the all over the mall and they're sitting there and they're on their they're on their cell phone while their kids like in some store knocking shit over and like nobody pays attention anymore and it's like what the hell happened when i was a kid if i if if i was out of my mother's sight my mom would come and get me and knock the shit out of me and tell me if i ever ever left her side again she's never taken me anywhere and i'm grounded forever i don't know what See, i'm happened. that type i'm that type of mom but then i get told oh you're a controlling mom well i'm a controlling mom like would you prefer my kids going and bullying your kids because that's what your kids do uh miss i let my kids do whatever the fuck they goddamn well please 
Hey, look, Absolutely. Hey, look, I'd rather fucking have my kids pissed off at me because I didn't let them get their way or I smacked their bottom or I stood them in a corner than have to go visit them in a fucking jail every other fucking month. Absolutely. I don't even have to hit my kids. Like, I think my kids probably got, like, like maybe one good smack each, but it's because they're, like, doing something that could literally fucking kill them. Like, there they are, like, on the side of the street corner, and they go running across the street in traffic, and it's like, wow, you had like, grab my kid and, like, smack, and they're crying and everything. It's like, you could have fucking died, okay? If that butt hurt, hurt butt smack hurts, you could have been a fucking pancake on the street. Exactly. <laughs> Now, see, Eric, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you involved in this conversation. What would your parents have done to you if yeah, you had remotely acted like the what uh, what these girls did to this poor girl? <laughs> I'd be grounded for six months in the house. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, everything like that I, I enjoy, I had to give up. So. There's a reason. You know, there's a reason I ask Eric this because Eric, for, for <laughs> those that don't know, Eric is Puerto Rican, and for those that don't know. Puerto Rican households, the mother is a firecracker when it comes to getting being pissed off. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, let me just tell you something. Because I lived a good amount of my time with my grandparents. They're, they're, they're from the homeland. So, I always, they wanted me, if I got done school, I went out, they wanted me to come home at six o'clock at night. That was their curfew. And I tried to say, well, I'm 17. I should be able to go. <laughs> but I got to stay out to about 9 o'clock. But I always respect when I came in. You always got, you know, <laughs> there were strict things. I had to brush my teeth. You know, I had to take my shower. I tried to get out of doing that. I said, can I take it tomorrow? And they said, no. Tonight. <laughs> All right. Sure. You couldn't, you couldn't get anything over my grandmom and grandpa. That's all I gotta say. That, that that's wow. that's absolutely yeah. like when you mentioned that your grandparents and and they had that six o'clock curfew to you. I remember up until I was like maybe sixteen years old, if I wanted to go ride my bike around the around the neighborhood, my grandmother would let me do it. But I had to come knock, uh, be physically in the house every half hour just to check in. If I missed a 30-minute check-in, if I missed by five minutes, I was in for a fucking week. <laughs> That's it. I went, I can tell you right now, there was one time I was about a little younger than 17, but I went to my nanny's house in Jersey, and my Uncle Dennis said, if I go outside, I had to let him know where I'm going. I didn't go back to the house to tell him where I was going. When I was over some kid's house for three hours, he actually walked the complex looking for me and called my name. And let me just tell you something. I never, ever in my lifetime again wanted to get beat with the cat of nine tails. Oh, Jesus. You got the cat of nine tails? Yeah, out of nowhere. Oh, God. See? My mom did that, too. Like, and we used to, so up until I was about nine years old, I used to live in, like, near Toronto. And then my mom moved us up into the bush when her and my dad had a separation. And then she starts going crazy because, like, my grandma was, like, this control freak who used to, like, beat the kids, beat the kids, beat the kids. And, like, my whole, like, her whole family was like that. So my mom went from, like, this nice mom who's like, you know what, you're allowed to go out and hang out around the block. You can go hang with your kid, your friends. 
Like, we had the freedom to, like, go walk two blocks to the candy store at, like, six years old. And then we end up, like, in the middle of the bush with nowhere to go, nothing to do. And, like, we have, like, my grandma, who's, like, this complete psychopath, like, constantly yelling at us and everything, calling me a slut when I was, like, ten years old. And I'm like, you're a fucking slut. And my mom turns around and hits me with a cat tail. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm your daughter. You're supposed to be protecting me. And this woman is being rude to me and, like, doing whatever, you know, bringing down my self-esteem. I'm a teenager. You're my mother. You're supposed to protect me. And you know what? Tell her to quit it. She could call me other things. She could tell me I'm stupid. But here she is, and I'm a slut. Because um, I'm starting to hit puberty and whatnot. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? And honestly, the fucking cat willows and the fucking uh, wooden spoon and everything came out. And it's like, wow, what the fuck, mom? Wooden spoon. Oh, I got that wooden spoon, and it hurt like a son of a bitch. I'll tell you. Oh, I, red willows too. Those were the worst. Well, no, no. no. <laughs> my my grandfather got me uh, sitting sitting next to his spot on the uh, kitchen table, hanging on a on a closet right behind his chair, uh, was a car fan belt. I felt that twice in my life. Why? Why twice? Because I wasn't dumb enough to make it three times. Okay. <laughs> um. But you, Phil, Eric will understand this. I grew up in Philadelphia. So, and I grew up with an old school family, so it wasn't just my family, my mother, my grandmother, my grandfather, I had to worry about beating my ass. The neighborhood had permission to whoop my ass if I acted out of line. Everybody in the damn neighborhood who knew my family knew who I was, and if I was acting a fool, they were, had permission to come out of their house and whoop my ass like I was their child. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it was very hard to get away with shit in my neighborhood growing up because of the fact that everybody knew who the hell I was. Not because I was some popular kid or whatever, but because, you know, my grandparents turned around and put the word out. If you see him acting up, you whoop his ass and you bring him home. <laughs> like, my na- my neighborhood used to be like that, too, like, um, near Toronto. But we had, like, we had, like, a whole complex, like, a whole block. And it was, like, a house with kids. You know, and just adults and then kids and then kids. Like, there's so many kids that live there. So if any adult, like, with kids, like, because it's their kids, too, that are going to get in shit. If they see another kid doing something, they're going to go with them, too. So it's like, okay, we have this, like, parent watch system (laughs) that's, like, watching for all the kids. Like, hey, don't be doing that, you little fucking (laughs) And, yeah, like, this was, like, the early 90s with Beavis and Butthead coming out. And, oh, my God. And, uh... What was it? Uh, D Generation X. So everyone's running around like "suck it" <laughs> to the adults oh, and stuff. Like we were, we were bad at times. But like, um, right? I, like I find some parents overreact, like with kids. So like, my daughter was three years old one time, and my mom was sitting there. Like my daughter was drawing, and my mom's like, "Okay, I need you to help me with something." So my daughter's like, "Okay," and she's sitting there picking up all her crayons and putting them away because like that's what I taught her to do. And my mom starts yelling at her. So my three-year-old looks at her and calls her a bitch. <laughs> and I, I get a phone call, like, at work because my mom was babysitting. She's like, your daughter, blah, 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 freaking right out. And I'm like, okay, let me talk to my daughter. So I'm like, Charlie, did you call Ma- grandma a bitch? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, why? And she's like, because she was yelling at me and I was trying to put my crayons away. So I'm like, okay, well, you're not supposed to call grandma a bitch, but <laughs> let me talk to grandma. <laughs> and I'm oh like, God. she's three years old woman. Like, you need to have a bit more patience with this little girl. Like, she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. If it's not quick enough, then you help her put her crayons away. But that's what she's supposed to be doing. 
So it's, it's unfortunate she called you a bitch, but really she didn't deserve to be yelled at. And my mom just lost her shit. <laughs> well, see, 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 you're bringing, you're, you're, you're putting something into my head now. Like you said, with this, with this show specifically, we, we talk about things that need to be said. Something yeah. that really grinds my fucking gears, and you see it more often the day than anywhere else, is these parents who want to tell you how much of a shit parent you are with your kid when you see them and they don't do shit for their kid when they're oh, telling yeah. you, you you know you know the type oh you need to get your little hellion under control and meanwhile their kids fucking like pulling wings off a fly and throwing them at the fucking you know the retarded kid across setting the street, them on fire setting them on fire and shit but they're calling you a bad parent because your kid sneezed without covering his mouth you know oh. Yeah, like, yeah. kids need patience. Like, you need to have patience with kids. And, you know, like, when they're doing something wrong, correct them. But if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, because that's what their parents want them to do, then, like, other people should be respecting that, too. Like, let the three-year-old put her crayons away. She has to learn how to pick up after herself. If she doesn't work on demand, she is three. She's going to be slower, you know. She's going to um, take her time to do it a little bit more. If you're that impatient, then just go do it by yourself. <laughs> That's for sure. Wait until she's 15 and she starts smacking her out because of her ye her yelling not to do this and not to do that. And then they wonder. <laughs> then they wonder. You still there? Is everybody still with me? <laughs> there we are. We, we had we had a hiccup there. I, I missed that statement. No, I was just saying, like, especially with little girls, like, people wonder why we're so hormonal when we're teenagers. Because you know what? We don't know what the hell we're doing. Either we're doing something good or something bad. Yes, we have so many other influences in our lives, like friends, parents. Who's right? Who's wrong? You know, I came from uh, a very European background. My mom is Polish, and she was born in Russia. And my dad's Irish. My dad was Irish. He's passed away now. But, you know, in my family, it was two different stories. My mom was the, you know, very, she just, when she got mad at you, she didn't talk to you or she wouldn't feed you. My dad, when he got mad, he'd come chase you with belt or with a wooden spoon. So it was like very confusing growing up. Like, you know, am I going to get hit? And I'm, is somebody not going to talk to me? Am I doing something right? And, you know, it, it was hard because, you know, they were fighting with each other over me and it's like when I got to be older I kind of realized that the reason why was because they just weren't co-parenting properly one of them wanted me to do this one of them wanted me to do that they would yell at each other when they were you know if my mom was yelling at me my dad would yell at her why are you yelling at her for and it was very confusing and I was not the greatest child. I would run away from my house every other what week with my dog and my suitcase. And my dad would come chasing after me and my mom would just be sitting there. And it's like, oh, well, different, very different. <laughs> so, you know, you grow up a little bit confused, like what's right and what's wrong. But I mean. Right. And I, I had to say something. Like you had yeah. both your parents, each with their side. Okay. What I tried to do is. With uh, my oldest. Now, he's 18. But what he liked to do was called plagiarism. He would try to play one parent against the other. So, if I tell him no to something, he'll turn around and ask her. 
Yeah, he tries to play one against the other. So, like, like the thing is, nowadays, I understand it's hard for my kids because being a diabetic, I have certain snacks that I can only have. Now, what gets me mad is, is when they're eating my snacks that I can have. Leaving and then you have no snacks. Right. So that's why we plan on getting a cabinet for the bedroom with a lock on it, and I'm getting a refrigerator. So that's I can it. Have- <laughs> well, it's, yeah. like with with my two kids, I'm glad like me and their dad could see eye to eye. Like we're not going to yell at our kids. Like you know, like when we're frustrated or something, it's bound to happen. We're not <laughs> going to yell at our kids, which he actually does a lot now. Like it is unbelievable. Like since we've broken up and everything, he's with his new girlfriend who's on hydromorphs, um, and he's probably doing them too because who doesn't do drugs when someone else, when your boyfriend or girlfriend is doing them, right? So let's just jump to conclusions here. But <laughs> I'm guessing it's when they're, like, coming down or, you know, they're, like, crawling for their shit that they yell more. But she apparently, like, my daughter said that she yells at her kids all the time. And her kids are have, like, ADHD and, like, learning disabilities and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well... I, like, and I'm telling my daughter, I'm like, well, what do you expect when, you know, they're not getting the love that they need? They're going to act bad. And she's like, yeah, you know, you're right. And he's yelling at her now. And she, like, um, she's living with him. Like, I uh, moved away and she wanted to stay with him. And we had a bunch of discussions. And we talked about it. And that she decided that was best for her. And she is nine years old. So I said, okay, you know what? You're old enough to decide. Um, she said that she didn't want me to go to court over it. And fight her dad or anything. So I said, okay, I'll respect your wishes. You're responsible enough. You can stay here. So now she's saying that she wants to come visit me. And her dad is straight up yelling at her. And making her cry. Saying that um, he's telling her, fine, go. But if you love me, you're, you'll stay. And I'm like, that, are you fucking kidding me? That, if that, a boyfriend... That's wrong thing to say. These kids do not need to be threatened. With that kind of saying, they don't you know? like they're they, they should be that, supported. Like, if you want to live yes. with your mom for a year, go ahead. Like, what the fuck does it matter to you if your daughter wants to go live with her mom for a year? He'll always be her dad. Yeah, he's always going to be in the picture. Like, my I have an 11 year old son, and he keeps saying every time he's at my house, he can't wait to return 13 because he wants to come live with his dad. That stage, just, they can decide that. Yeah, 13. Okay, yeah, because she'll be 10 this year, and she wants to she wants to uh, make it her choice, which I respect, because, like, you know, she's not a stupid child. She's very smart. She should actually be moved up in a grade in her school, and her dad won't do it. He refuses to do it. So I'm like, if you move here, you're going to get that. I'm like, your dad says no, but your dad's there. <laughs> you're going to get moved up in a grade. You're going to be given more opportunities to do more stuff. Um you know, like, it's it's up to you. I want you to think about it. Like, she's, she'll be here for the summer. I'm like, I want you to think about it while you're here. If you want to go back to your dad's, you can, you like, you'll have all the blessings you want. I support you. And if you want to stay here, we'll figure out a way to let you stay here. And she's like, okay, happy. And, like, she was crying telling me all this. And I'm like, I can't believe I, like, let my daughter stay with an abusive piece of shit like that. Uh, yeah, but I, it was her choice, I, and you gave her that choice, so that's not that bad, right? Like she tried it; she doesn't like it. Now it's time to be with mommy. 
I, I just have to interject because I definitely want to talk about this because I'm going through that situation as well. But before we do, yeah. in, a, in about 10 minutes, we're going to be taking our commercial break. And I'm assuming, uh, Kara, at that point, you will probably be losing you because you only could do an hour tonight? Yeah. yeah. Okay. For the second half of the show, we're going to have the Wayward Son return. Uh, Brian Miller just said he'll jump on. Okay, cool. All right, uh, but the the way in the way in I wanted to throw in here is I mean I've, I'm a divorced father too. Eric knows this; he knows my story and everything. I don't need to go into mm-hmm. detail. I don't I don't need to go into detail about this. But my kids and he's heard this physically himself say it on a regular basis. They want to live with daddy. So I'm I'm kind of at the same aspect as like EJ is with with Eric, uh, his son with with him is that we're waiting for the day that the courts will listen to them when they turn around and say. I want to live with my father. Yeah. See, I was thinking like, and, and you could call her sneak if you want or whatever, but like, like I said, like I'm trying to respect her wishes and stuff. She didn't want me to bring this to court. She didn't want me to do anything else. She wanted to stay with her friends. She was in ice skating, which she was doing really good at. She's dropped out of ice skating now. She doesn't even go to that. And the reason behind that was that her, um, the person that was supposed to train her didn't train her to do, do a, a solo show for her upcoming event. So I was like, you know what? I don't blame you for She thought I would be mad about it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't blame you for dropping out. Like, I'd be pissed too. But now she's get, she's doing like a bunch of other things. And she actually has an Instagram account now. Oh, Lord. That, um, but I, yeah. I like her dad, her dad didn't let her, well, he let her have this. She hacked his profile. <laughs> like, she's very smart, okay? She hacked his profile. She made it her... She had an Instagram account. She made it her Instagram account. And I'm telling him <coughs> that if she wants to use Instagram, I'll let her do it because, you know, she likes looking at her mommy's pictures. She likes her mom uh, commenting on her pictures and stuff. I'm like, look, her profile needs to be private so not everyone can see her profile. She has to accept requests from people so it could be her friends and her family. And, like, he had, like, 120 people following him on Instagram. I'm like, and all these motherfuckers got to go. And he's like, well, I don't know how. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So you let my daughter, unsafely and unsupervised, play on all these things where she could be put in harm's way. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? So we had to spend the whole day. I taught her how to use Instagram, how to put her her profile private, block all these people, how to accept people and whatnot. So I could snoop up on her, too, and see who was on her friends list. See, see, because her dad. I'm dealing with that right now too, because my daughter, my ten year old daughter, has a fake Facebook account that she contacts me on through private messenger. Now the problem is I don't I don't necessarily care that she has a, an assumed name with with no pictures of her, but the thing is is I come to find out that this isn't even my daughter's account; it's her mother's alternate account. Now what oh, bothers boy. me what bothers me about this is that my 10-year-old daughter uses this account but it's set up like an adult female controls this account. There's fucking sex memes and shit like that on here that when she when my daughter first started contacting me on this account, I was questioning who the fuck this was. And, and what, let what, their kids do this. And what concerns me about this is not only is it, okay, this is this is her alternate account, what kind of dirty shit is she doing on this account? But, which, again, Eric knows my ex. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but how many times is some dirtball going to be contacting, making some sexual reference, or sending a dick pic, and my 10-year-old is using that account? Like, I, I don't understand why parents let kids use this. Like, if you're going to, like, her dad let her use it. So, 
it's not like I could go there and be like, no, you can't have this. And, you know, step in. It's like, fine. You know what? Your dad let you have it. He can at least let you use it safely, which he doesn't understand. I don't know how to use it. Are you kidding me? Are you a fucking illiterate, degenerate, fucking 12-year-old child? She is 10, and it took two seconds to say, click on this, and then you can remove that person from your friends list. Go here and, and make it private. At least make it safe, because if he's letting you have it, you better be using it responsibly, and I won't have a problem with it. And you better be respectful with it. So that he means should follow be the rules. It. He should be and monitoring it. No. And if he he's knows not, how to I, set it up, he should know how to use it. And if he's going to let not, her use it, he's got to know how to make sure that she's safe on it. Because God knows how many trolls are out there. Well, I think I just posted something like that today, actually, about uh, all these idiots contacting me on Facebook. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a grown woman and I've got these guys sending dick pics and all kinds of shit on Facebook. I can just imagine little girls like how many pedophiles are out there, you know, looking to get in this, pretending to be, you know, women or little girls. And they're actually really like, what, 80 year old men sitting on their couch jerking off to these pictures like, fuck, come on, man. Like, that stuff makes me sick, just to even think about it. On Instagram, it's not that bad, but, like, when you have people you don't know following you, and it's like, no, look, like, these people could be bad and stuff. And, like, uh, she kept kept 15 people on her list out of 20, out of 120, which are mostly, like, her cousins and her aunts and, you know, her, her friend's mom and stuff, which is fine. And I'm looking through it, and I'm like, well, this guy... And I named this guy. I'm like, you need to remove him. And she's like, okay, removes him right away. And I'm like, okay, at least you're smart enough to like look up for your own safety <laughs> and like yeah. respect your mom. She's like, I just thought you'd be mad at me. And I'm like, no, I just want you to be responsible. Absolutely. So but you know what? what? Like, what were you about to say? Let me say, my son's <laughs> 11. He has his cell phone. And one thing I say to him every time, when you're talking to your girls in your class, it's like, I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is when you close them down so that I can't see who you're talking to. It's like, if you want me to trust you and allow you to keep using the phone, then I got to know who you're talking to. Because when the kids play games, like the video games, they go on the internet, they're playing with people. But how do we know they're not playing with a pedophile? You know yeah. what? You, you know what? You're not wrong because my daughter uh, has has a tab, and my son have a tablet that I keep here with me. But I let them play, you know, watch shit on YouTube, and I let them play like the little tablet games and stuff of that nature on that tablet when they're with me. And the rule is, is dad has access to look at it at any point. And the reason of being is because I don't look. I don't need to. But the first time, I pretend like I'm going to, because the first time they try to block me from it is when I know they're doing something wrong. Yeah, well, it's not that hard on Instagram to see, like, for my daughter, I could see who she follows, I could see who follows her. Um, I sent her a bunch of, like, earth pick, like, uh, nature stuff, stuff she can follow and everything. But you know what? She's, like, so happy that she got the respect from her mom when her dad doesn't give a shit. I mean, I'm glad my son told me who the people was, but still, I was like, that's a girl in your class. He's like, yeah, dad. I was like, don't, don't get block him from me. I was like, I'd like to know who you're talking to. I was like, I don't care if you're your age. 
I mean, that's what <laughs> all the time. You have your console to play on. See, I, I socialize with people that are my age, all, you know, like Chris. We all have game consoles. But the one thing I worry about with the little kids is when they play these Fortnite, and what the kids need to understand is there's people out there with the software that can disguise their voice that when they talk to a mic, they can sound like a little kid. Yeah, that's and, true. And that, yeah, and that's what I worry about is that that could happen. I mean, I, and then they become friends. Right. Yes. I was like, I got to know what you're doing. It's like, He's like, Dad, because I'm on my, oh, I had an Xbox One at one time, and I'm playing a game. And all of a sudden, all these little kids are commenting. I'm like, hey, you want to play? And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> this, is this Eric Jr.? I was like, uh, are you gay? I was like, no, this is his dad. I was like, listen, when EJ's on, he has his own game console. Hit him up on his game tag. I'm taking off my list. I don't like that. I, it's, I just have a big thing about little kids contacting adults, period. Yeah, just, vice versa. Yeah, it's good to have safe adults you can talk to, though, like like your aunts, your uncles, or, you know, it's a good friend of your mom's. Like, if my daughter wanted to add Kara to Instagram, I'd be like, okay, you know, no problem. Like, I know Kara's safe. And I know that if she wants, like, if, if my daughter wants to talk to Kara, like, Kara's a full-grown woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's always nice to have you know, like as little girls, nice like good females that you can have to talk to, like and that aren't even your mom, and that could be like a third person, you know, if you're having a breakdown with your mom or a fight with your mom, and just like she's been a bitch. <laughs> it's nice to have that. Like I, I like I don't, I got that with my aunt and my mom. It's kind of you know you put heads, but I get you know I got boys, so we put heads a lot. I mean, I think I think someone said it once to me, and this is my stepdad quote. Unquote what he said to me. Because I can't wait for the day when you have a son. He's like, because you are going to have argument with him and you're going to say you're arguing with yourself. And Dutch and I called my stepfather up. I said, Dad? He's like, what? I was like, I had an argument with myself today. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, EJ and I had an argument. He's like, see what I was talking about? It's like, I said, yeah. He's like, He's like a spinning image. Oh, dude, when we go at it, we... Oh, dude, it's like nonsense. It's like you got to take a step back like, wait a minute, I am arguing with an 11-year-old kid. <laughs> I had... I, I, I had, like that. My, my, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I like that. Like, my 11-year-old... Well, she's uh, 9 years old. She's, like, so intelligent and stuff. Like, when we argue, it's like an adult conversation. Like, I don't like the way that you're doing this. And it's like, well, you know. And it goes on and on and on. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're like this little thing, this little, like, three, like four-foot-tall little thing that you can actually conversate with. And, you know, you, you get, like, she gets frustrated sometimes, which is good. Because, you know, it challenges her intellectually. But she, she can honestly hold a conversation. She can um, straight up, like say how she feels she can be respectful towards people and i'm like that's my daughter <laughs> that's it. I, oh yeah i have a 22 year old uh going on 23 in a couple months uh oh, but but back ugh. when he was back when he was 13 years old he caused me to call my mother to apologize oh, wow. I'll, I'll explain I'll, I'll explain he he went to school and he took a skateboard to school and, of course, you're not supposed to take your skateboard to, to school, but he, he did. And, uh, 
he he wound up getting it taken from him by a bully who was keeping you know playing keep away and shit like that and uh he turned around and he was trying to get it back and he was getting all pissed off and and you know trying to trying to throw down and and stand up to the bully to get his get his skateboard back and he wound up like throwing a punch completely missing falling out of his skater sneakers into the mud from throwing this <laughs> wild punch and and of course he got in trouble in school and shit and this got brought to my attention his, his mother brought it to my attention and i i looked him in the eye and i had to fight so hard not to laugh at him half covered in mud you know yelling <laughs> at him yelling at him about the skate taking the skateboard to school and never throw the first punch and blah 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 and after i got done i literally turned around and tears in my eyes laughing so hard and by the time i got home i grabbed my phone i called my mother and i said you know what I finally get it, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> how Aww. many times? How many times did I put you in that exact same situation where you just want to laugh at my dumb ass, but you had to be the strict <laughs> one? You know, <laughs> uh, right? Oh God, I can't help the laughing. It's like if you want to be do that, that something that dumb, and me laughing at my kids, it's probably like the worst punishment for them because it's like. My mom's not even mad. <laughs> She's laughing at me because I was that stupid. And, like, like my daughter takes that to heart. <laughs> you know what? My mom did the same thing to me when I was stupid, just doing stupid stuff. And my mom would sit there and laugh. And I would always wonder, why is she laughing and not trying to kill me right now? <laughs> now I know why. You punished yourself. That's, that's all I got to say. <laughs> just about to say that because you know what? It's. Our parents want us to learn. They, they guide us in the right direction, but they say, I'm going to let you make some mistakes. I'm going to see how you learn from it. I love it. I call my stepdad up and I still remember having that conversation. I said, Dad, I, I hate to say it, like I'm arguing with myself. He's like, <laughs> I was talking about when I was arguing with you. I was like, Yeah, I see your point now. <laughs> like, they, 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 we're, we're not even having a uh, win or loser kind of conversation. It, it, it's all cutthroat with each other. We're going back and forth. And we're getting heated. But I was like, You know what? I'm done. I just walk away. And I was like, Because you know what? You guys are kids. I'm an adult. I was like, I was like, I have done things before what you're going to try to get away with. I was like, I already did that stuff. So don't try to be sneaky. Like, I had stepkids, and they used to ask me, like, how did you get away with stuff when you little? I said, why would I tell you my tricks of the trade And when I was getting away with stuff? Because then what? You want guys want to try it? I was like, uh-uh, because I already know what you're going to try to do to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could definitely well, get into that, but Venus, just to let you know, we are at the hour mark. Yeah, we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with brian miller and salutations to kara alexandra thank you do you want any stalkers <laughs> on facebook us. or anything you want to let anybody know to con how to contact you if they want to ask you any questions sure contact me at kara alexandra and uh any questions any concerns i'm out there <laughs> thank you guys very much it's been a blast thank you for coming i hope you enjoyed it make sure you come back I did. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Good night. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. And we'll be right back after these few words. Why didn't the three little pigs go in for some kind of flat share scheme? Does Jesus get to choose which wine he turns it into? Why don't Sims have a body trying to climb out of a swimming pool? And does everybody really want to be a cat? I'm Will Bailey. And I'm...
And if you're the type of person that overthinks these deep philosophical questions, then Think to the Brink is the podcast for you. From Disney characters to song lyrics, debates to social etiquette, tune in every week for your dose of paralysis by analysis. All topic suggestions are welcome. If you can think it, we can overthink it. Think to the Brink. Available on all podcast platforms. Hey everyone, this is John Tolley, inviting you to check out more of the space. Star Wars podcast. Each week, I'm host Christopher Stolle discuss the news and news surrounding one of the latest in the world. This every Wednesday at 8 Eastern, as children see far, far, far away, and wherever fine podcasts are heard. You know, when you need to do or a new mod, go to Vape Scorpion. 0859 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia, PA 1911. They are formerly known as East Coast Vapor. They have all your needs, all the equipment, all the juice. And hey, while you're there, sit down, enjoy a beer, bring your hands with a bunch of cool people. Your next vape machine, or maybe you just want to try a lowly made uh, juice, make sure you hit up Vape Scorpion. That's 1085 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia, PA 9116. Or give a call to 215 464 8273. Oh, yeah, and make sure you let them know that Realm of the Mist Entertainment sent you. He said that she said. How dare you say that? That's offensive. Well, someone's gotta say it. It has to be said we are being between 9 p.m. Eastern Time to get the recordings at any time. Guest chose wait. Listener, beware. Mature content. Sexual content. Trigger warning. Do you dare say it? Hey, my name's Chris. I'm here to tell you about this podcast. Rumble the McCann, all great entertainment from movies, music, comic books, and many, many other forms of entertainment, as well as current events and just general happen. If you're looking for a podcast, right here, look no further than Realm of the Mist podcast. Here, Anchor.fm, or where podcast Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to North Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and, of course, comics. Established in 1985, we are your go-to store. Come by and say hello. And say that the guys from RadioCast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3333. Three, a turtle? Is that all right? Fucking <laughs> a 
Are you tired of the same old podcast? Well, join us for After Hours for Elisa on Anchor.fm. How the fuck on this? I don't know. Hey everyone, this is Zach. This is and this is what we are a bi podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe you're buying straight and strong. It means it's a week. Oh, yeah. Listen to us on Wednesdays. We talk about gay stuff. Maybe show sections. Feed Peep Friday. Review the Feed Peep of the week. The CPS cast, the one dude in pajamas, Apple Fire Spot, YouTube, and anywhere else. Even eat humor, thing, get hurt, and it. Welcome back, guys. Give me a moment here. We're having another technical difficulty for no reason. Uh, we will be back with uh, Venus here shortly. So, uh, till we have it, everything up and running again, guys, let me just go ahead and uh, put you back on the starting in, and we will be back soon. <laughs> Rum of this show that you are currently tuned into will begin until then enjoy this wonderful tune. Why does a good man have to Another piece of shit to the bone. Reasons unheard of tearing my flesh. And welcome back to Allowed to be Sad with Venus, and we're here with Christopher Stolle, Eric, ba- Eric Batista, is that how you say it? Batista. It's good. Okay. Okay. And Ryan Miller's on with us now. Hey, everybody. Hey, how's it going? The prodigal son returns. I'm alive. That's about <laughs> all I can say at this point, Yeah. Well, you so. missed it, man. We were talking about like getting beat as children uh, by our parents and how kids need that nowadays. And we were talking about creepy Uncle Joe and oh, uh, snatchy, nasty uh, Cardi B. Oh, okay. M- mm-hmm. Miss McHorse a lot. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny. Um, this uh, strip club in North Bay, um, Canada, actually hasn't posted up on their sign, uh, Fanny's. 
Yes, um, we, we do take honors, JP. <laughs> um, yeah, they have it up on their sign. No, have no fear. Cardi B is not here. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not capitalize on it? Right. <laughs> oh, good lord! That's funny. <laughs> it is. But, but you know, getting getting back to the story stories, I I knew when Brian said he wanted to be in this, and we were in that conversation about like strict parents and and what our parents would do to us when uh, when you were when your friend was talking about like that girl who got beat up by all the other girls and peer pressure. I'm like, and and don't take this the wrong way, Brian, but knowing your family oh, no. history. I was like, this motherfucker's got plenty to say. Oh, yeah, we're getting him in on this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I still have flashbacks to hearing those, the, that belt pop through those belt loops real quick. <laughs> yeah, um, see, isn't there, like, like, do you guys find there's, like, a difference between, like, disciplining your child and, you know, like, getting the occasional smack? Like, you know, like, I'm sure, like, most of us can vouch that when we got an ass whooping, we probably deserved it. But isn't there, like, a point where there's also, like, an abuse of power as a parent when they go overboard with the ass whoopings and, you know, it's not one smack now, it's, like, 25 smacks? Or, like, you know, grabbing a child and ripping them around and, you know, yelling at them and, and just being a ferocious fucking parent uh, as compared to being a disciplinary parent? Me, the, the, the line is closed fist. If you, mm. if you smack your kid across the face because they cursed at you, that's one thing. You turn around and sucker punch your kid, that's abuse. You know, uh, if you put your kid over your knee and you fucking whoop his ass, give him four or five good smacks or, or a, a belt, which is more sound than really than really pain. It, it, it's more mm -hmm. of a shock pain than actual, you know, abuse pain. Then mm -hmm. that's that's discipline. Uh, whipping your kid around nine times out of ten people who are whipping their kid around is because the kid's trying to get out of the grasp. It looks mm -hmm. like whipping, but it's the kid trying to fight out of the grip. See, like when I was like three years old, and I actually remember this from when I was like three years old. My mom had like like she was like she wasn't disciplinary. Like I was uh, talking about like with like uh, her bringing back this like taking out the switch and stuff when she was around my grandmother. But she was honestly, like, crazily abusive. Like, three years old and grabbing, like, me by the arm and ripping me back and forth and screaming at me, her, me, her screaming at me that I ruined her life at three years old. But at the same time, like, that, that may be a little excessive, might have had a little bit of anger issues, but you think about the old school mentalities of, like, grandparents and stuff of that nature, like Eric was saying mm -hmm. with his grandparents or, you know, me being raised by my grandparents. You think about when they were kids and they were raised like that, think of what the crime rate was like. Think about what the, the high school dropouts and the teen pregnancies was like back then. They were mm -hmm. damn near non-existent. You know why? Because their kids were fucking disciplined. Yeah. They had but fear of authority. He's <laughs> like, well, uh, like, like, go ahead, Eric. My grandparents, they were in Puerto Rico, and their parents were strict. They had certain guidelines that they, those kids had to follow. Like, over there, when it got dark, they didn't have streetlights. They knew they had to get their asses home. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, when we were young, what did our parents tell us? When that street light comes on, what are we supposed to do? Get home. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I didn't own a watch. I had a street light. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I didn't really have that either because, like, 
like we had like a roundabout complex. So it was like all houses in a circle with like a big field, like where all the kids could play in. So you're pretty much encased in there. So kids like we could still be out after dark. But, you know, like we're literally like a house down from our house, like in the backyard where we're like we're all like sealed in <laughs> and we're playing with the other kids whose parents are watching, you know, taking their turns looking and stuff like that. Like when it like and that was like around like fall time when it got like dark around like six thirty or something like we would still be outside playing, mm-hmm. and it was always get outside and go play, get outside and go play, no supervision, no nothing, just go play. No kids in the house. Uh, we're doing we're doing adult stuff, which my parents were like Mormon and religious, so their their adult stuff was probably watching like a Ben Hur movie or something. <laughs> but yeah, they would just kick us outside, and that would be that. I remember when I was a kid, there was this one like epic, like burned in your brain ass whooping that I got. And we, and you know, most kids are like, oh, I didn't even do anything wrong. We, <laughs> we literally didn't do anything wrong. It was, we were at my great grandparents' house and uh, I was maybe 10 and all my cousins were there. And, you know, very rare. I think that was one of the only two times, one of the only two times that all my cousins were in the same place at the same time. The other time was when my grandfather died. but uh, And it was kind of the first time we were all there together, so we were kind of laughing and joking in the bedroom where we were sleeping on the floor, and and uh, we kept giggling a little bit. And <clears throat> I think it was one of my uncles came in and said, y'all better be quiet or we're going to come in here and we're going to make y'all seriously lay down and go to bed. We're going to get really upset with you. We're like, all right, cool. So they leave, and we're, we're still laughing and joking. My dad comes in. And uh, my dad was one, you don't piss the man off. It was, if he says no, there's no going to mom, you know? And uh, he comes in there, y'all shut the fuck up, or I'm going to beat every single one of y'all's asses. I don't care whose kid you are. So he leaves the room, and uh, we're we're all kind of laughing and joking. And uh, there was a like a, a clothes rack in the corner of the room that had some coats on it and stuff. And we were all sitting there, and I swear to God, this is what happened. We're sitting there, and we start laughing and be like, oh, man, they think we're making so much noise. It would be funny if that clothes rack just fell. Like, if it just fell out of nowhere and hit the floor real loud and, and then, you know, and all this stuff. And uh, we're sitting there talking about it, and, and it was like a sign from God. You hear <laughs> And we look over, and this thing is just slowly starting to tilt to the side, and we're like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> and this thing <laughs> just falls down and clatters, and we're just... <gasps> Oh my god. And all you hear is bum 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 down the hallway. Door gets kicked open and then a, like three belts come out and coming out of belt loops. Every single one of us got fucking lashings. And the whole time we're like, we didn't fucking do it. We swear to God it wasn't us. Like it was, <laughs> it was a we tried telling them what happened, and our parents were like, Oh yeah, right. Like it just fell over on its own. <laughs> <laughs> There's got- demons in the house. <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't even have that uh, that option. I was an only child growing up. My father passed away when I was six months old. You know, I got blamed for shit my grandfather did. My grandfather broke a lamp, and I took an ass beating for it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor grandpa. Like bad grandpa. I had this one uncle. Um, oh my god, he was he was the greatest. He was like um, he was straight up like redneck and bush as fuck, and like he didn't give a fuck about anything. Like nothing at all. And so one time me and my cousin were at his place and like, this was the type of family that like people would be like, Oh, you're related to them. And I'd be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. you like, you see how fucking great these people are. And so me and my cousin were sitting there one time and we go steal a bunch of uh, beer from like 
uh, like her uncle or my cousin or something. And we're sitting there beside the couch and we're honestly drilling out, like sawing out a little uh, hole in the couch so that we could hide our, hide the beer in there. And my uncle just looks at us and he's like, huh? yeah, okay, walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and they never found out it was us. Like he said that he stole the beer. And I was like, that, that that's my uncle right there. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, there's honestly, like, good people like that. Meanwhile, like, all the, like, women are bitching, like, they're stealing beer, they're doing this. And he's like, no, I fucking took it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> he thought we were, like, the coolest things ever. He's like, that's my, those are my girls right there. They're doing that. They're jacking your beer and they're drilling a hole in the couch to hide it. Like, <laughs> well, I think we all had that uncle because I had an uncle Doug. That whenever he would come visit from, uh, he was living in Virginia at the time. He 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 lived in Seattle until he passed away. Uh, but when I was when I was like fourteen years old, he he lived in Virginia. He'd come up to visit at, at my grandparents' house, and he always wanted to hang out in my garage. Uh, and he'd bring me out there, and he don't tell nobody. We'd be sitting there drinking Bud Ice. He would he would <laughs> let me drink Bud Ice, and he'd get me shit face fucking drunk. <laughs> and then we'd walk back into the house and <laughs> my parent, my grandparents, they knew damn right well I was drunk. <laughs> but he, no, no, he hit his head. He's all right. He's just got to go lay down. an <laughs> <laughs> excuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had an aunt soul. like that, too. Well, like, like when my dad passed away, she had like this big honking uh, shagging wagon type of van. And they're like, we all are my auntie, um, her husband. My sister, my grandpa was in there, <laughs> and there we all are, and she's passing around a J, and I take out the liquor, and we're all getting fucked up in the backyard at my mom's house, and my, like, what is my mom going to say, right, when, like, it's her sister who's getting her nieces fucked up, and, you know, like, um, like we're all legal age and stuff, so what the hell is my mom going to do besides bitch that we got fucked up in her backyard? Prove it. <laughs> prove it all right like we all stank like real like a hardcore fucking like kush weed or stank skank weed and we're all like staggering around like <laughs> but it's my dad's funeral like like back the fuck off like we needed my aunt there we needed her to get us fucked up like <laughs> one of the one of the worst experiences though going going on the uh conversation we had earlier about borderline uh, uh child abuse uh yeah. punishments but uh, but we deserved it <laughs> 15 years old, uh, Eric, you probably heard this story before. Uh, me and a, and a friend of ours, uh, Tony, Tony, and, uh, Tony, Tony, that's his name. Well, I, I was going to say, I was going <laughs> to say his last name and then I decided, you know what? I'm not going to throw him under the bus like that, no, 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 no. you know, but, uh, me and Tony decided to go under the table, uh, with a hundred proof absolute vodka. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, we were doing it in my, in our buddy Max's three foot pool in the middle of summer. So we're hanging out in his pool, drinking vodka straight from the bottle. We killed this fucking bottle. By the end of it, Tony goes uh, to leave, and he passes out in Max's front yard and has to go to the hospital to get his stomach pumped. I somehow, <laughs> I somehow make it back over the fence to my house, get into my house. I have no memory of this, by the way. Uh, into my house, up into my room, in bed. And I used to have long hair at the time. And again, my parents knew what was up. I woke up the next morning, obviously hungover, shit, dry heaving. And when I lifted myself and my head off of my pillow, I just watched all my fucking hair hit the pillow. 
My mother shaved my head while I was passed out drunk and left the hair for me to find. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. That is the that was like one epic mom prank. Like <laughs> you thought you got away with it. Yeah, okay, you little bastard. Now you have no hair and you're never gonna forget it. <laughs> By the way, moral of the story, Tony and I both figured I won since I didn't have to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, you guys had a contest on this? Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a drinking contest. Who, who, who could handle oh, their alcohol better? You know, we were, and uh, we, we figure I won since I didn't have to get my stomach pumped. <laughs> but really, neither of us won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think he got the better of the deal getting his stomach pumped as compared to getting his head shaved off. That's true. That was egotistical <laughs> about my hair back then, so it really broke my heart. Waking up and Aww. just watching these blonde locks just drop onto my pillow. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I still attest well, I gotta... that to, that's child abuse right there. I got to give it to your mom. That is a good one. And you know, like, wow, you lose your hair. So what? Like your buddy got his stomach pumped. Like <laughs> that's the least of your worries right now. <laughs> it was a crime. <laughs> it was a crime. Oh, it was a, it was a good one. <laughs> Still a crime. Okay. Fine. I'll bear with you. If my mom cut my hair off, I'd fucking lose it. But <clears throat> Considering the circumstances, I think your mom did a great job. Well, no, you know, the, the, the jo- joking aside, as a 42-year-old man looking back, <coughs> that's pro- I probably got off extremely light. She could have just, like, whooped my ass or thrown me out or, you know, done anything under the sun other than just shave my head and wait for me to find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could just imagine her sitting there like, yep, any moment now. <laughs> We're going to hear screaming from the bedroom. <laughs> but the, the narcissistic, self-absorbed 15-year-old was like, oh, my God, no. Yeah. <laughs> she died laughing, guaranteed. Like, she waited all, like, all night for that moment. <laughs> That's good parenting right there, okay? Like, <laughs> right, to do it and have... Have the patience to wait? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing it right. All right. I, I shared an embarrassing, embarrassing punishment anecdote. So go ahead, guys. Let's, let's hear some of yours. Don't leave me hanging oh, out Eric. in a breeze like this. I'm putting <laughs> Eric on the, on the docker here. You want to put me on the docker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're next. Put your right hand on the uh, 40 of old ED. You finally swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you alcohol. God, I, I, I can't even touch that now. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, you, you made my throat thirsty for it, but I was like, God damn it. I can, but I can only have like a couple sips. So. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God, what did I do? <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I have... I, no, I can't. Well, <laughs> you can always change I the name. A lot of them, eh? I, I wasn't a troublemaker. I, I would say back in the fifth grade, uh, I used to get bullied a lot. And I guess at that time, you know, we'd get our lunch money taken. So me and a couple of classmates, uh, we decided to form a group called DA Team. And what we started doing was, is we go after the kids that were taking our lunch money. But this time, we took them 
one, four of us, one of them to corner them and say, hey, we want our lunch money back. And we say, if you say anything to anybody else, uh, you know, we're going to get you later. And we're all in class laughing and giggling. And we get a phone, uh, the, the classroom phone rings. And the teacher turns and she's like, I need Eric, Ken, and two of the other kids that uh, they, they died. So it's just me and Kenny left. But they're like, we are like the group called the 18 to report to the principal's office. And oh my God, I thought we were going to get in so much trouble. If it wasn't for Kenny... He was like, why would we be calling ourselves the A-team? And, you know, we had to tell the other two guys, all four us now, you know, no teacher walked us down to the principal's office. So we got our story straight, and we were on point. Uh, let me just tell you something. He's like, listen, guys, the principal's like, is it you guys that are doing this? We're like, no, why would we? You know? we It's not us. Come on now. I was like, look at this. I'm like, I'm four foot two. I was like, you think I'm gonna handle a kid that's taller than me? Really? <laughs> yeah, we we were there. <laughs> God, those days were fun. You're a hell. Yeah, you know, nowadays, <laughs> yeah, nowadays you can't even do that anymore because they're just so more strict at school. It's like you, you're living in prison. Well, look now you got. You're bringing up you're bringing up an extremely good point because like uh look at look at our group back in the day I I know you came into the group uh when we were already like you know eighteen and above uh but but the high school crowd that 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 I ran with which was Tony Joe Nate and a couple others um we were damn near a gang but we weren't a gang you know what I mean we we were we were the like gang in the sense of like the Scooby Gang or the Archie Gang you know what I mean um. In a sense, it's just a group of friends that were always around each other. Nowadays, you have a group of friends that are all around each other. Nine times out of ten, they're fucking MS-13. You're like, they're a gang. You know, <laughs> they're, out, they're out causing trouble where we were out just getting drunk and being stupid to each other. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think the one time that, um, uh, like, as a child that I, like, got in trouble but it was probably deserving and like the level of trouble I got into was like unbelievable. Cause I'm like, man, I'm going to be killed today. But, um, so I was in my backyard my parents had this blow up pool and like, you guys know blow up pools are like, like they're plastic and you know, they're easy to pop and stuff and whatnot. And this boy from across, um, the courtyard comes over and he's telling me, what did he have in his hand? I think he had like a knife or something. And he's telling me that he's going to um, stab my pool and rip it apart. So, and he's going to hurt my sisters. And my sisters are like two, three years younger than me. And I was probably like five or six. So I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, and I grabbed the hose because I was filling up the pool and I started swinging it. And I'm like, I'm like, motherfucker. (laughs) Yes, I had a bad mouth. Yes, I grew up on Xena and X-Files. And yes, my parents like loved watching like wrestling and stuff like that. You learned to have a potty mouth. And especially with an older brother who's like into like satanic rap stuff and whatnot, like you, you learn a lot of bad words. So I'm swinging it around like from side to side. And I'm like, if you touch my pool or touch my sisters, I was like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. <laughs> I will fucking hurt you with this hose. And he's like, no, you won't. And he's getting closer and closer. And he's like, he's like jabbing his knife like towards me and shit. And I'm like, 
take one more fucking step and you're going to get it. So he's all like a little cocky piece of shit like my age. Swings this stuff, like, and stabs at me again. So I swing this hose, whack, right across the fucking chest. He had a huge mark from shoulder to hip. And he goes and tells his mom. And the police got involved in everything. <laughs> like, this kid's mom called the police on me. And so, like, this, like, I was like, that's it, man. I'm going to jail. I'm so going to jail. And I was, like, six years old, <laughs> not knowing I can't go to jail, right? And, um... So the cop was like, okay, well, you, you little prick. He's like, stay in your own fucking yard. And he's like, you, talking to me, he's like, and you, stop beating up the boys. And I was like, that's it? And he's like, yeah, if someone threatened my little sisters, I would have whipped him too. <laughs> I was like, wow. But I was still grounded for like a week. I wasn't allowed to leave my yard, but I like, that was like, I, I guess I deserved that because, you know, the cops got called, which was pretty extravagant, but... That's about it. Is Brian muted? Like, I'm, I don't know if you guys can see that on the Skype thing as I can. No, Kirsty came in for a second. I was muting it real quick. Oh, okay. I didn't. I <laughs> yeah. didn't I, that, all I saw was this little mute uh, microphone with the cross in it on, on his little icon. I'm oh. like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, Kirsty came in. She she didn't know I was recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> she gave me a good ass chewing on Facebook the other day. It's hormones. Oh, she. she I forget what it was. Oh, I shared it was the oh, Firefly thing. It was the Firefly thing. It was an April Fool's yeah, joke about a second season of Firefly. And I saw it. Today. It made my. It made a shiver run down my fucking bag. Oh, she. You saw. You saw the response. Man. Yeah. She laid into yeah, I me. Saw that. <laughs> you don't. You don't fuck with her in Firefly, dude. She lives and breathes Firefly. She, I mean, she even whooped out the fucking pretty flower bonnet on me oh I my mean, god dude yeah no you don't you don't fuck with her uh, and another show i've never seen a single episode of <laughs> well there's, all, there's only like 13 of them you could you can you can watch that it's one season which is a true yeah. crime to humanity that firefly it never really went beyond is. one season but regardless of which we, we were we were having the conversation. I didn't want to go off track, but since we had you back on and you mentioned Kirsty, I just had to mention that. <laughs> um, so Brian, how about your how about your horror stories? Let let let's hear let's hear some of your uh, crimes and punishment. Something embarrassing too. Sure. I know <laughs> I know you got a couple of them. Come on, farm boy. It's hard to pinpoint. There's foot and mouth right there. <laughs> Come on, Ginger. Come on, Ginger. I know you got caught fucking an ostrich. Ginger? Damn. I think somebody finally started watching fucking Letterkenny. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. I, I'm, Allegedly. I, I'm three episodes in, and quite honestly, I feel like I've lost 75 IQ points. So you're in the negatives. Yeah, very much so. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't fucking know. That's a hard no. I know. Okay, so uh, this is a simple story. I didn't get in trouble a whole lot. And if I did, I guess it's just repressed and I just tried to forget about it. <laughs> so, there, you know you know when you were a kid and you were in the grocery store, your parents couldn't spank you in public. And uh, they always looked at you like, when we get home, I'm beating <laughs> your ass. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, oh, shit. And then part of you is like, oh, I really hope they fucking forget. Which once in a while they forgot, you know. <laughs> but, but this one time in particular, I could tell from the look in my dad's eye, he was not going to fucking forget. He was pissed. And uh, 
I was dreading it all the way home, and I knew he didn't forget it either because he's like, you just wait till we get home. I'm like, God damn it. Why you got to fucking set a reminder and shit? God damn. So <laughs> we got home, and the first, and on the way home, I had this fucking, I thought, brilliant idea. <laughs> and uh, we got home, and my mom and dad always unloaded the groceries first when some shit like this was going down. So I ran to my bedroom. I had about six minutes. I knew I had about six minutes. I took my pants off and I put on every pair of underwear I had in my dresser. <laughs> and, I, and I put my jeans back on. And uh, I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, I ain't going to feel this one. Ha, ha, ha. So uh, then I hear, all right, Brian, come in here. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Fuck yeah, he's not even going to know. And uh, he's like, you know what you did? Come here. And he bends me over and he took two swats. And it, he said, <laughs> instead of hearing the, like you're supposed to, it was more like a, you know, <laughs> and, and he goes, whoa, what the hell? And he's like, wait a second. And he, he pulls my pants down and I'm wearing like 13, 14 pairs of underwear. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. You're going to go take those off. And I still got the ass whooping, but I found out years later that after I walked out of the room, he fucking lost it laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Now, see, there, there, there's two reasons I wanted to bring up the, this conversation. That's why I wanted everybody to give a little, like, an embarrassing antidote with with the repercussions, the consequences, is that we were all little shits at one point in our life, you know? And, of course, our parents gave us, uh, the, you know, a uh, uh, reprimand for it, whether it be physical or some sort of embarrassment or something of that nature, which nowadays would be constituted as child abuse. But back then, it was normal punishment. It was normal correction. The point that I wanted to bring is you notice that all of us, jokes aside a minute here, all of us are functioning members of society who have a healthy fear and respect of authority. That's the major difference to the fuck shit. Fuck the police. That's, that's what I was going to say. Fuck the police. <laughs> which is which is the major difference between us and what we were talking about earlier with like them girls and everything else. They don't have a fear of an authority figure, be it police, be it their parents or whatever the case may be, because they're allowed to run wild and control every aspect when they're, you know what? At eight, I, I question whether I was ready for adulthood at 18 years old. You know, and and we're supposed to take, and a five year old is supposed to tell me what gender they are. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, yeah, yeah. No, I'm raising my kids like you're a boy, you're a boy, you're a girl, you're a girl. If you want to be a girl later on, or if you want to be a bumblebee for a day, I support that shit. But <laughs> until you honestly like have made up your mind, and I know that you can handle. The choices you're going to make because once you cut off your penis, you don't get it back. So <laughs> that's it's a not serious. Your liver. <laughs> yeah, you know you can chop off part of that and you'll be fine. You know you can lose a kidney. You know you can lose an eyeball and you'll still be fine. But <laughs> if you chop off your penis, it doesn't come back. Like people used to tell me when I was a teenager, if you get a tattoo, it doesn't go away. Well, okay, oh, if you really, yeah, it, well, it doesn't go away. So, like, I mean, like, they, like, uh, lots of parents used to, like, encourage their children who wanted tattoos to start off with piercings. And if they could commit to keeping a piercing and keeping it clean for all that long, and, you know, the pain that they're going to endure and stuff, then they would think about get, letting their kids get tattoos. Like, some parents, not all, hardly any of them, but a few of them did. 
And so it's like, well, kids, if you want to go chop off your penis or something, why don't you start with a piercing? Like, you know, get your belly button pierced. It's the worst place to get a piercing. Get your belly button pierced, okay? If you can stand having that done for however long, if you want to take it out, guess what? The hole closes up. You're not going to be stuck with that for the rest of your life. Now, if you can actually, like, maintain that and whatever, in a year from now, yeah, we'll think about getting you a tattoo. And in the process, you know, we'll think about chopping off your penis if that's what you really want to do. But, like, show the commitment to yourself. Not to me, but to yourself. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Should that should that be the test for for uh, sex uh, sexual reassignment? Like uh, you you want to become a woman first? Get a Jacob's ladder. If you could tolerate that, then we'll talk about spl- uh, giving you the banana split in the tuck. Well, you know, it's like a small thing, and like you can easily take out the piercing. You you can't put any. You cannot put a body part back once it's gone. So it, it's like slow things. Like if you really want to do it, okay. Well, like, like, let's test it out. Like, I'm not opposed to my children, like, experimenting with anything. Well, pretty much. I mean, I do have limits there, too. But I'm not opposed to them experimenting, especially with their own bodies and their own selves, especially when they're teenagers. Like, like who didn't, like, experiment, like, sexual, like sexually and, you know, be rebellious and stuff. But what if it's just a rebellious phase they're going through and then they're stuck with that for the rest of their life? Every single motherfucker in this chat has tried to go on down on themselves at least once in their life. They failed miserably because none of us are that flexible, but we all tried once. Speak for yourself. I didn't fail. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's all most that was Shireen in the room. (laughs) But, like, yeah, like, kids are going to experiment. Like, and, like, you can't just tell a kid, no. Right off the bat, because you know what? A kid's going to rebel and say, you know what? My parents are just being assholes, so I'm going to go do it anyways. Well, no, if you, like, work with them and, okay, slowly, you know, we'll gradually get up to that. Let's start with something small, and you know what? If you can keep that and you still feel the same way afterwards, then we'll go with step two, okay? We'll go something bigger, but, uh, like, you know, in two years' time... If you change your mind, you know, like you might be stuck with a cute little tattoo and you can take out your piercing, but you know, at least you know for sure that's what you want because you know, surgery is a big thing too. You've got the cleaning, you've got like um, the painful areas for a while, you've got all that stuff you have to deal with. If you can't deal with your like fucking navel pierced, I don't think you're ready. <laughs> I still say a Jacob's ladder, which for people who don't know what that is, a Jacob's mm. ladder is getting the underside of your penis uh, uh, pierced. But the reason it's called a Jacob's Ladder is you get like four or five of them in the under underside of the, the penis, just like so it's like runs of a ladder. So you like work up gradually. It's like if you could deal with that, okay, you'll have a pretty penis for a while, and <laughs> you'll jingle when you walk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you could work up to it. Like, please don't commit yourself to this right away. It's like you may regret it later on in life. Like it's a parent's job to be like, look, think about the consequences. <laughs> think about what could happen. Here's yeah. a little taste test. <laughs> I, I know we're talking about like penis piercings. I don't know why Chris had to bring up the ladder, but I knew <laughs> a guy when I worked in the warehouse who got his penis done. And he said the worst part is when you're peeing out of three holes. And I said, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, oh, I got my penis done. I said, doesn't that freaking hurt? He's like, for a little. 
Yeah, man, you must have high tolerance for pain. I was like, I'll never get that pierced. Well, look, I, I knew I knew a wrestler who had a Jacob's ladder. That's the only reason I knew about it, and I never physically saw it, but I knew he had it because every time he walked, you, I'm not joking when you heard him jingle. <laughs> the ball, the, the the balls of the piercings would would fucking clank against each other when he walked, and and you could hear it, and it was fucking weird as shit. And he told me the the worst part about it is like you have to take a Viagra. Because you have to remain hard through the whole entire process. Oh my god. Uh huh. You can't you can't pierce a flaccid penis. It has to be erect. Uh huh. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome for the anatomy uh the anatomy class on piercing genitalia. <laughs> huh. The longest silence break I think we've ever had on this show. <laughs> well, you learn something new every day. That's it. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that that was the that was the first part of it is that, you know, it shows that you can be well adjusted and a productive member of society even if your parents were strict or that you were taught to have some form of respect of of consequences that every action has a consequence and that if you have to face those, you have to face those consequences whatever they may be and that's what's not being taught to these little shitheads today that's why we're having so many problems. Why is crime on an all-time high? Why are fucking people pretending to be fire trucks and claiming that's their fucking sexual gender? And because they never had their parents tell them no. Exactly. Or, you know, like, like start with something smaller. I know, like, it takes time to get there. But that whole time, you may change your mind. But what, it's, it's what, pretty what, simple. What, you know, small. What's smaller than saying no? Well, like small commitments, like you know, like it, like in my opinion, if a kid is convinced, you know, like I'm definitely like um, you know a fucking flamingo. Well, okay, <laughs> where do we start here? Okay, um, you know, what? we'll give it a couple weeks, and if you still think you're a flamingo, we'll tar and feather you, and you could be a flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> Tie some sticks to your feet and put you, paint you pink and stick you out in the front of your lawn. There, you're a pink I'm all, flamingo. I'm all for it, you know, if they, they actually, like, believe that for that long. I mean, well, why not do something stupid? What We all did dumb stuff when we were kids. Like, why not do it when you're a kid and you could be like, yeah, you know what? My mom was right. <laughs> glad I waited or glad I didn't do that because my buddy did that and his skin peeled. And now he is a pink flamingo. <laughs> Jesus Christ He's got that plastic (laughs) sheen too Right But yeah God But the other The other (laughs) thing The other thing too Is that there is a difference There is a difference between uh, You know uh, Correction or, 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 Or Consequences And abuse And Mm -hmm. Just like we on on these shows, especially Realm Lewis podcast, and it had to be said, we've had these conversations numerous times about words that are getting overused, like uh, racist, Nazi, so, yeah, is so overused that it will no longer ha- uh, have the meaning it used to have. The same as Nazi, it no longer means what it used to have, and that's a shame because these words are evil words that represented something that was reprehensible, but it's been so overly used for the simplest and stupidest of things that it no longer has that power and that meaning. 
Well, the same thing goes for abuse. Because, you know, just because somebody raised their voice at you is not abuse. Just because your parents fucking, you know, made you stand in a corner for for misbehavior, that's not abuse. No. You know? And no, you... That's a fortunate yeah. consequence. <laughs> I mean, when you inst- when you enforce a punishment, the punish the punishment's got to eat what they did wrong. And when when I mean I say this now, but when my ex wife makes these makes the kids do these, uh, like I believe, you know, her kids, but hit them thirteen times or something that they did was so minor. I felt like that that was uncalled for to beat him like thirteen times with a belt. You know. Well, my, I mean, my you have to you have to you have to show some self control. I mean, you can't. You, you, as as the disciplinarian, that was the word I kept looking for that I was stumbling on discipline. Uh, discipline. But as the disciplinarian, you have to have self control. You can't be in the heat of the moment. When you're dishing out that punishment. One of the smartest things like Brian said. uh, Like with his dad. When he was telling us the little antidote. About the 13 pairs of underwear. Was that the dad had a moment. The whole ride home. Waiting for Brian to come downstairs. Waiting for Brian to come back downstairs. After taking off 13 pairs of underwear. He had that time to cool his jets. To where his discipline. Should have reflected the, 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 the offense. Right. Now, had he not allowed that time to, fit, to 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 clear his head and get control of his facilities, Brian may have gotten it worse because now he's just acting in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And that that's the big key as the disciplinarian is knowing the difference between you're correcting a, a problem and you just let your fucking anger get the best of you. Yeah. No. <laughs> Parents really have to control their shit, but they really have to control their children. And if it's like a small, like, like people don't understand the difference between discipline and, you know, like, like being overboard and like, like abuse. Discipline could be anything from like taking your kid's toy away. Discipline could be anything from like, you know, bed early or, you know, Simple things like that. Like, it doesn't have to be physical punishment on a kid. Look, I, I think that, that getting punched as a kid, if our normal bedtime is 8 o'clock, I think 7 o'clock, I, I, got, I think I got sent to bed a couple times. And I used to get mad. But, like, my mom and my stepdad said to me, you know, I was like, you always seem to get yourself in trouble on the night that your show comes on. And now you're going to miss it. <laughs> you know, because yeah. when we were about 10, 11, 12, our good shows come on at 8 o'clock. But, you know, those nights I got myself in trouble as a kid, I had to miss it. And there was no DVR, so you missed it, you missed it. And everybody's talking about it tomorrow, and then you're not one of the cool kids. <laughs> uh, I I, I I went. I just said I I just went to bed early. I felt. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's a, here's another key thing. Like you guys are talking about, where discipline can be something uh, along the lines of being grounded or sent sent to bed early, or uh, 
for 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 this example here, you you, you know you you get a punishment of like no video games for a week. Okay, for for this example. Then another key for parents, if you want to have this punishment work uh, for behavioral correction, you have to stick to what you say. If you say oh. they're not allowed to touch their system for one week, you can't turn around and say, well, because they behaved yesterday, I'll let them slide. No, you got to make it stick one week. And this is, I say this especially for people who are in, like, my situation or, like, Eric's situation uh, where you're splitting time with another parent. This is extremely important. I want everybody out there to listen to what I'm about to say right now because it's the, probably the only time you'll hear me say something complimentary to my ex about my ex-wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hell what? just froze over. We are not we are not in sync with anything under the sun with the exception of if she grounds my child for something and it says it's my weekend to get him and she tells me what that punishment is that punishment carries over to my house and I will not break that punishment. And I assume I assume it works the other way. If they misbehaved with me during that weekend and I go home and I tell mom about it and what I did as punishment, that carries over. You have to stick to it. And as parents, whether you're divorced or otherwise, you have to work together in that aspect or else the punishment is just a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, my kid's dad was like that, too. I would punish my son for something, and he would think, he would cry, and he'd be upset about it, and he'd be like, I'm going to dad's. And, it, and it's like, no, you're not going to dad's. Guess what? Your dad's not going to punish you. You're staying here for your whole punishment. That's the rules. <laughs> and he used to hate that because it's like, well, my dad doesn't give me punishments. My dad doesn't give me chores. My dad doesn't do this. My dad doesn't do that. Well, then, you're not going to your dad's and you're not getting away with this shit. See, that, that again, that goes back to it. It, 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 it sucks for the dad, who, who I know your particular situation, but, you know, for, for this example. It sucks that the dad's losing time in this. But Oh, no, dad, he's still got half the time. But the, like, uh, we, we were working it out half-half, but they're punished. Like, they're not going over because you're not going to give them their punishments. And I'm, I'm not taking that shit like if you if you punish them yeah they get their punishment here too but you don't follow through with it so they're gonna stay here for the duration of it well that that, <laughs> that was my point that the dad has to step up and it's like look if, if your mother tells me you're grounded for from from your cell phone for two weeks as soon as you're in my custody my my possession hand that fucking phone over as a yeah. matter of fact give it to your mother so she could stay here with her yeah, see, he wouldn't follow through with that. Even now he gets grounded from YouTube because he watched videos with swears. And if he gets caught, it's supposed to be a mandatory one week um, without his tablet. But he goes and play, watches uh, YouTube videos in his room. His dad doesn't even look at what he's watching. And if he gets caught, uh, the week turns into a weekend without it. Because he'd rather have him shut up and in his room while his he's with his girlfriend than actually parenting him. See, parent, it, annoying my parents when I was grounded. 
usually consistent like this. Uh, I didn't get grounded. I got re- I got what they called restriction. Restriction was two weeks to a month. I would not have anything but my school books, and I was up in my room uh, except for like bathroom or dinner. Now you think, okay, no problem. The kids nowadays they got TVs, they got radios, they got whatever. Now when I came home from school, my room was emptied of everything but my clothes, my bed, and my school books. Everything else was locked in the basement. And I mean padlocked for, for that duration of time. Now here's how the punishments went. Sometimes they would let me come down and I could join the family in the living room and watch whatever they were watching. God forbid I make a peep. Because if I annoyed them one time, that was an additional week to that punishment. See, though, I find like, um, like, uh, oh my God, like I've heard my kid's dad and his girlfriend punish their kids because they're being annoying. They get things taken away because they're being annoying. They get reprimanded and yelled at because they're being annoying. Well, fucking parent them. Fucking do something with them. Your kid, like, her kids are like five and six, and my kids are like eight and nine. Why are they being annoying? You guys are ignoring them. You're leaving three boys all alone by themselves. What do you think is going to happen with three boys? They're going to fight. They're going to be loud. They're going to be rowdy. That's what boys do. But you're not even, like, they, they don't spend time with them. It's like, here's the TV, and we're going to be in the kitchen hiding, um, and don't bother us. No, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, Brian, you've been awfully <laughs> quiet. You've been awfully quiet right now. Yeah. A- am am I wrong in that aspect? I mean, when 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 I was when I was restricted, when I was under my restrictions, say thirty days for the sake of argument, it right. was a privilege that they gave me to even watch Wheel of Fortune with them. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, the, no, the, you you pretty much stayed in your room and pretended like you didn't fucking exist. Right, and it, it's not like when I was in my room, if I was being annoying or whatever, that dad would give the uh, the extra week or something. It was because right. they were allowing me a privilege, and I was trying to take advantage of it. That's mm-hmm. when it was turn around and say, "All right, little shit, not only are you going back to your room, but now you got an additional week for it." Right. You know, you looked a gift horse in the mouth. Like there was consequences to my consequences. Hmm. And I, I don't, am I wrong in this? That I, Back then, I thought it was the cruelest fucking thing under the sun, but now as an adult, really, I don't see anything improper about that in any way, shape, or form. No, I don't either. I, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. No, I've, I've done that to my kids, too. Like, you know, you've lost this or something. But, you know, you're still part of the family. You lost your privilege to be in a room alone and do whatever. You're still part of the family. You can still do family stuff with the family. You're not, you don't lose that. You, you, you lose your special privileges. And your special privilege was being alone in your room with your tablet, whatever. Like, my son likes his alone time. He likes it quiet. So if it's being too rowdy, like, he likes to go in his room, which is fine. Um, but, you know, like, he's on, <laughs> he's on a YouTube account. That's through my YouTube account, so I can go look back on all his YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Once you, once you've, uh, <laughs> once you've broken the rules, and uh, you know you weren't responsible, you lose it. Mm-hmm. But as for everything else, you know, you, like you, you, of course, you're invited to, you know, come have popcorn on a Friday night while we watch a movie or something. Yes, but uh, you're not getting that back. Um, you're not going to get punished for just being a kid 
Um, I don't even think parents like mostly know like what what's punish worthy and what's not punish worthy because kids running around and screaming, you know, with a bunch of other kids. Yeah, they're going to do that. Like you don't need to punish them because you're too fucking lazy or too busy getting hired or drinking to fucking parent them. You're the one who should be punished, not the kids. Again, I, I will I will say it from from gate. I would rather my children be pissed off at me their whole entire lives because I was too quote unquote strict or or too hard on them and them grow up to be productive members of society than to be lax and, and one of these little shitheads uh, raising one of these little shitheads like you see running around nowadays and then spending their adult life visiting them from a fucking you know six inch piece of glass in a prison cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a time and place for everything, though. You know, you're in public, you behave. You're at home and you have kids over, you have friends over. Obviously, you're going to act like a kid, and like parents should like ex- parents should expect that, and they should respect that as well. Like, what do you think is going to happen? But you know, what? if they're if they act like well behaved in public, you're fucking lucky as all fuck that they only yell at home <laughs> or with their friends. So. That's that's just you know that that's my two cents on it you know like that mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how we got so serious on this show but that, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it, it's it's something that I say every day you know I walk I walk into a restaurant and see kids running around the restaurant oh my god like all right all of you I'll ask all of you have you ever been allowed to just get out of the booth or get out of the chair and and just annoy other people in a restaurant as a child or would your parents have fucking straight up gripped you by your belt buckle walked your happy ass to the car and fucking giving you like a 20 minute lashing not caring that your food's getting cold you know for for not only embarrassing the family but acting like a wild animal i have made my kids sit there screaming and yelling over dinner like he he didn't like he was running around and you know like like acting up and stuff but i honestly stuck him in a corner at the booth and you know put my legs up around him he had his little fit and he wasn't going anywhere um and he got the hint that mom wasn't going to lose eating her meal because i was acting because he was acting up he honestly had to sit there and i'm like you do realize people are looking at you right which pissed him off even more and then it embarrassed him and then he would slowly start smarting up and it took years to finally get him to stop doing that. But he wasn't throwing his food. He wasn't doing anything like that. Like, like I had my arm down in front of him, like, if, if he was going to grab something to throw it in a rage. But, you know, what? I had other people looking at me. And it's like, you know what? If I don't take him out and, like, you know, force him to have to sit there through a meal, he's not going to learn how to do it. No, you're right. But I'm, I'm saying, like, you know, our parents would have disciplined us if we even attempted it. But you see these people doing it every day. You go in, you go into any restaurant and you see this shit all the time. Just these wild, out-of-control kids and the parents are too busy fucking eating their meals or fucking with their phones or whatever. They're not even paying attention to it. I'm saying it straight out to you, each and every one of you. I don't care if it's IHOP or fucking Longhorn Steakhouse. Control your little fucking cum bubble. <laughs> you know if you have to be like look like the embarrassed parent but you actually look like the tentative parent and you look like the disciplinary parent who's like not having that shit 
Like, it's understandable that kids are going to act up. But if you let them do it, that's a different story. But now, like, if, if you were, like, trying what I was doing, like, I've had friends that would just let their kids do whatever. And it's like, you know what? Control your child. Like, oh, well, he's going to scream even more. And I'm like, yeah, well, guess what? There he is at other people's tables grabbing their shit. And you can just sit him down, grab a booster seat from your car, um, strap him down in it. And you know what? He can't go anywhere. So, like, you're really going to make other people suffer because you're not going to do your job. That's exactly it. I mean, Eric, Brian, are we yeah. wrong here? No. No. No, I'm I'm kind of pissed that they made it illegal in Kansas to trip your you know, trip a kid running through a restaurant. <laughs> I, like they they just made that illegal like a month ago, and I'm I'm pretty pissed off about it because uh, more than once, you know, there's one restaurant in particular that uh, Kirsty and I and our friends like to go to. It's called Hoo Hot. It's a Mongolian place, uh, but for some reason, it just attracts every fucking welfare family that has just lets their kid fucking run around just whatever, and. Uh, there's been more than once where a kid's been running around our table and like part of me just wants to backhand this motherfucker because their parent is just like over there just watching like, oh, he, he, he's he cute. <laughs> he's about to be. <laughs> and, and you know, it's just, oh, my God. And, and I've seen people trip kids in this restaurant and it <laughs> brings my heart so much joy. And, you know, I just now they've made it illegal. It pisses me off because I'll trip See, like- my own goddamn kid. I don't give a fuck. See, I, I would do that too. Uh, like, and with five years of like training my child how to be a proper gentleman in public, how to be like treat people with respect in public and whatever, like he can order his own food. Oh, excuse me, miss. Yes, I'll have the uh, and whatever. Please and thank you. And I'm like, yes. All these years of you kicking and screaming and you know, boot fucking me in the face while I'm eating, but I didn't give a shit. And you got, you know what? You you had to sit through it. Look at you now. Look at you now. I'm so proud of you. All these other kids don't even know how to like go up to a cash and be like a cash register or like McDonald's or something and be like, "Oh, I'll have um a happy meal, please." He can, he does it perfectly. He's even uh, taking my order. And my mother over here, she would like this. And I'm like, "Oh, yes. <laughs> Success." <laughs> how about you, Eric? How how many times have you almost punted a, uh, somebody's little football? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh he's done it. Yeah. He's he's getting ready to go. All right, y'all. Don't judge me. <laughs> so there so there I was. It was fourth and long. <laughs> Listen. The the worst thing is is when you're sitting there and it, it, it it's annoying as hell. And the parents next to me, they're telling their kid, get off your phone and go get your yeah. Uh, go to grab. You're like, go get your food. The kid is sitting there on his phone playing. My philosophy is, we go out to eat. Put your phone down. Go get your food. Come back and eat. I don't get it. They're so glued to to the phone. They don't know how to put it down. Yeah. I mean, you if you're paying for thirteen dollars for a plate at at Golden Corral, you know what I mean. I mean, there's been other places, but back in the day, we went out to eat. Our parents said, you go in, get our food, eat, behave, you know, because like I tell my kids, we go into this restaurant, you act up and anything like that, and you embarrass me, let me just tell you what, when you get home, we're going to have a problem. 
I knew that when you get home part was coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I <laughs> Listen, my kid could be 18 years old and I don't care. I will whip his ass. That, <laughs> that's how I am. He's so cute. That's what I was like. Yeah. Try living with him. <laughs> I, I said that to my 22 year old. You still ain't too big for me to put over my knee. Well, you remember my stepchildren, uh, uh, Brandon and Jordan. You I know remember, what I mean? I remember Jordan. I, highly disappointed in his actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A kid, he was gone some. He could have went somewhere in life, and 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 did it again. And on top of it, he just got done off of not getting uh, off of just getting in trouble. Just to get back on trouble again, and that ended his band career, being in band. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to go into detail, you know, be, because of because of the situation. But I, I know the kid he's talking about, and actually, of the children that uh, were his ex wife's kids, Jordan was quite honestly, I, I won't lie, I, I, you're not supposed to have favorites, but he was my favorite. Because I actually saw a lot of myself in him, like the anger issues and some of the awkwardness that I that I knew about the kid. So I really, really wanted to see him succeed. It was so heartbreaking the the, the roads he's traveled. Wow. Yeah, it, it's like I I don't know. You could I, have had a good life. He 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 has a listen, and I'd be honest sure as anything. The last thing he, he did, uh, he's lucky that the judge gave him a slap on the wrist and understands where he's coming from. And I said, if that was me as the judge, I would have threw the book at him. How's he going to learn something? He just got a major break. Now, let's see if he does it right this time. Because well, can- I, I, you know what I mean? He, these kids got to understand something. There's laws for a reason. There's a reason why you go take the test to get your permit or get your driver's license. You know? Like, he he didn't have a care in the world. You know, he had driving under the influence. I mean, he had so many charges that they threw all that away. I said, dude, you... I said, you got a... Man, are so lucky that that guy upstairs in the sky just saved your rear end again. And hopefully you go the right direction. I'm, I, I'm, I feel bad because I really thought the one that was going to be trouble was going to be brain again trouble and everything like that. It's the total opposite. The younger brother, you know. Listen, I don't have a problem with them smoking marijuana. I don't, because you can't tell a kid no to doing something if you were doing it yourself at one time when you were young. Yeah, it's a little hypocritical. Right. So, like I say to him, I don't care if you do it. Just don't come to my house under the influence. That's all I ask him. See, I'll I'll half agree, half disagree with you. Uh, I'll half agree. It's hard to discipline somebody on something that you did yourself. But the difference is, is like when you and I were were partaking of of substances like that. We held ourselves in check. These people nowadays, it's all they fucking think about. 
Like, it consumes their life. Like, I don't want to use the word addicted, but it's like they're addicted to the fact that they want to be that guy who is consistently high and talking about pot and everything else. That they forget about everything else about functioning society. Well, look at their role models, too. Well, that's exactly it. You know, back in our day, we'd smoke a joint to hang out with each other. We'd get high for fucking, what, two hours? It wear off. We eat a Twinkie, go to sleep, get up, and we go to fucking work. These kids nowadays, that all they think about is getting up, smoking, and continue smoking till they go to bed, and they don't care about anything else in between. It's not worth it if they can't smoke while they're doing it. <laughs> you guys got to remember, Chris. Uh, when we, after we got done smoking, and we would order from the pizza place around the corner, and all, <laughs> uh, you guys be looking at me like, Eric, what are you getting tonight? I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to get myself a cheesesteak or fried onions and pepperoni mushrooms on it. Uh, let me get an order of mozzarella sticks. And they're all looking at me like, he's still ordering. And I, ordered, I was like, and a large pizza with extra cheese and pepperoni. And, and I said, I was like, I was like, and I would turn around to Chris and everybody else. I'm like, does anybody in this room like anchovies? And they're, they're like, no, no, no. I was like, all right, well, good. Can I have an order of anchovies on the pizza too? Dude, oh, you, used yeah. to, you used to piss all of us off on that, too, because we'd all be sitting there with the munchies, and your ass would order anchovies, and then just sit there and munch away at it while the rest of us are sitting there, like, fucking starving Marvin and shit, like, cotton mouth and everything, just sitting there, like, I can eat my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> like, this hey, motherfucker well. right here is, is pulling the fucking, like, you, you you ever see the uh, the jackass episode where he's like fucking painting his face with the powdered donuts and shit? Like that that was Eric with the food while the rest of us are high. He's just sitting there like grease from the cheesesteak going down his neck and yeah. shit. <laughs> wow. And we're all sitting there like, God damn it, can you can we have a crumb? <laughs> One slice with the fucking little when fish I, you taking off. <laughs> yeah, remember our order. I was like, "Who's got money? Who won the order?" I was like, "I know I got my money." God, our bill was always a hundred. That guy loved the twenty dollar tip given. Still, you're bringing hundred dollars worth of food to the apartment all the time. <laughs> Who's got the money? But again, it was a weekend thing, or it was a when when nothing important was going on thing. That's when we did. Even when we cut school, it was during the time that we were not at the house, not at our jobs, not in the school. You know, we 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 functioned as normal human beings, and then we played. You know, or partaked, if you will. These kids nowadays, they look at it as if I can't function while partaking, then I'm not going to function, because I'd rather partake. <laughs> I just don't understand why some of these kids go to high school and they're already under the influence. Like, they smoke before they go to school and they're in class, and like, I was like, dude, are you that stupid? Dude, I remember, I don't get how they do that now, and I know the weed's supposed to be stronger today than what you and I smoked back in the day, dude. But I remember getting high, I was, I was a hippie stoner, I really was. I would have to be out in Pennypack Park out in the woods in nature getting high. Because I remember this one time we all got the munchies. I just got done getting high and, and decided that we wanted hot dogs. We wanted to fucking <laughs> grill hot dogs open over an open fire. And somehow I got volunteered to go get a fucking, you know, a pack of hot dogs and hot dog buns from the closest uh, store, which was a holiday food market. So 
I collected up the money. I went to go get the food and shit like that. And as soon as I walked into the supermarket, like paranoia hit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> all the electronic and the noise and the sounds and shit just fucked with me so hard, dude. I'm oh my god, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, like the walls were closing. I had to get back into nature. How the fuck do you get stoned and go to school? Okay, <laughs> sit in the classroom in. in desks in a row staring at a teacher that you know knows <laughs> you, see, you can't get in trouble for it anymore jesus like, christ no back in the day like i'm pretty sure like it'd be like well we're calling your parents we're calling the police and we're doing this we're doing that and now they're just like well billy's high again kids <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah that's about it so well, you, like, know, got, you got police officers that, 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 that patrol the schools like they're actually in there but that don't even stop these kids. Because it's not illegal to be high. It's illegal to have drugs on you. So if you're high or if you smoke before you go to school, you're not going to be in trouble. So kids knowing the law know this. So if they're like, well, we got uh, all this weed to smoke before we get to class, guys. They, they get it done and they go to class. Like maybe they're not the most productive, but I mean, they're in class. They're not skipping class to do it. They're not getting caught with drugs. So it's not actually illegal. So they got the gray area there. You know what? I have always argued back when I was in school and, you know, I, I cut way too much school and, you know, you get your report card and you'd have all straight F's, which didn't bother me. I know I wasn't there to do the work, but the behavioral parts of the thing, you know, like all we got the, the grades were all F's and then next to the next to it for the class, you would see behavioral and like one was exceptional, two was satisfactory, three was unacceptable. How the fuck did I get threes all the way through? I wasn't there to be disruptive. I should be a one all the way down. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, the school system's a little like fucked. said, you weren't participating in class today. Well, how are you supposed to participate if you're absent? <laughs> <laughs> and you still got participation points. <laughs> I can still get a trophy now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, it's been fun, guys, but I think we'll wrap up till next week. <laughs> now, remember, kids, don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah. If you do, make sure you do yeah. them and don't get caught with the drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs that control your fucking cum bubbles. <laughs> yep. Well, that's it for It Had to Be Said with Venus this week. Um, thank you, Christopher Stahl, for joining us. You can find um, me. You can find me anywhere. There's Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Just go ahead and check out our YouTube page. If you like this video in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Also, check us out on Anchor.fm, where you can hear this great podcast as well as Realm of the Mist podcast, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast with John Martoli, which will be happening tomorrow night, and of course, many of our other great quality programs. And also, please, while you're there, check out the support. Uh, uh, a button for Anchor or even visit us on our Patreon page. Every dollar helps. We want to save up the money to get a new pair of knee pads for uh, AOC so that way she can get a second term as a congresswoman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you, Chris. And Eric, what about you? <laughs> well, a lot of you guys can reach me at, on Facebook at Batista1435 at yahoo.com and where's Brian Miller? Uh, I'm still here. Uh, you guys can find me at the Star Wars Canon Podcast. Uh, here in about 10 minutes, you'll be able to find me in bed. 
Fair enough. You call it stalking. <laughs> I, I can see it now. I'm going to be just about to doze off. And I'm going to hear some weird breathing noise. And I'm going to look out my window and see Chris just poking his eyes over my window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I He's love person. you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you can like find me on Facebook bean. at Venus Uncensored or Solar Nova, depending on if I'm banned that week. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Venus Uncensored. Um, email me at venusuncensored.gmail.com. And I'll be back on Monday for Realm of the Mist. Right on, guys. Thank you very much, and have yourself a wonderful evening. Bye-bye. <laughs>